This thing right here, yeah, tell me about it. It's letting all the people know. Ooh, what's that? What burnouts talk about? Yeah, what do they talk about, baby? You know, the chronic. <laughs> Check it out. Ooh, that bug's so scandalous. You hit it too hard, you can't handle this. So you're smoking that thing, then you pass it to us. With that look in your eyes so devious. Uh, you inhale with all you got. Suck it down hard till you see and dance. Mm -hmm. And your body's on the ground, but your mind is not. Cause you Hold up. I'm so So on Wednesdays, we normally do fantasy news today, and we are going to be covering some news because we got some shit to talk about, like Debo and, you know, some other things. But it is 420, so we got to keep it real because, man, the 420 crew is definitely in the building. And speaking of the 420 crew, check out the shirt. You guys got to get in on it. Go to 420 creworg and go cop one. There's a grip of colors in there and oh hold on i didn't pull this down yet yeah hey man i'm digging the threads b and then boom we got the buddha baker signed jersey oh signed jersey that we're doing a little bit later today so the way that you get entered in the signed buddha baker jersey is by getting signed up at patreon patreon.com slash ff hustler 420 everyone who's a patreon member already you are already in it anybody who signs up today if you get on the superstar tier or higher so that's a ten dollar tier or higher you're going to get double the entries into the giveaway that's happening in a little bit and extra entries we could do super chats you do a five dollar super chat that's one entry or if you send it via cash app or Apple Pay or Facebook Pay, um, you're gonna get two entries for every five dollars that you do. So let me see. Let me see if I can put the banner on here. Whole, whole in the entire universe, give me money. Oh yeah. Hey, you know, did you did you hear the story about Buddha Baker? Let's hear it. I did not. So, his mom's when when she when she went in labor, she was. In a bakery. Actually, that, I was trying to make something up stupid. <laughs> it wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> what up, Ron? Let's see who's in the building. What up, Ron? Oh, yeah. Triple X Lex. What up, bro? What up, Triple X Lex? Long time. Antonio in the building. Hey, Antonio, go. don't ever leave. Yeah, we silly white Antonio. boy. 
What up, bro? Hey, Devin. Uh, I don't know if you're if you're just at home chilling, smoking. Let me know if you want to get on the smoke session. I'll send you the link. You can come in, talk some shit, and and smoke a little bit with us. Is that Hess? No, no, no. This is a uh, Devin. Oh, you said Devin. My bad. Silly white boy. Yeah, I fuck with silly white boy. What up? And Antonio said, "Debo to the Jets is just a dream, but prayers." <laughs> okay, hold on. Should we go right there? Yeah, let's just jump into it that's okay, because that's the spiciest news of the week. Look at my look at my birthday twin. Hey, you you could show them a thread right now, Hus, can't you? Yeah. I was just saying this about an hour ago. You know what I'm saying? That it would make sense if there is a trade partner that is the Jets. One. You have Rob Sala and, and Shanahan and Mike LaFleur. They're all buddies. What do you know? Mike LaFleur is the OC, a Shanahan disciple, <coughs> ripoff. He's over there in New York. And so Debo would know the system. I mean, you got the formula that you're supposed to do. Have a young QB. Put several weapons around him, right? Debo, Elijah Moore. You know, Michael Carter sounds like some great weapons to me. behind that offensive line that's supposed to be good, right? Yep. And then you couple that with the fact they already tried to go after Tyreek Hill, lost that out to the Dolphins. Yeah. And they, they, you know, you would have had to pay Tyreek too, so they're prepared to pay him. Yeah. They tried to offer up their first round pick, which is 10 overall, if I remember correctly. They tried to do this. To get DK Metcalf, they shut that down. Yep. And I think now this could happen. First of all, I've been on record for saying that we're not going to pay him that $25 million And that we were trying to actively trade him away. Yeah. Then when Debo couldn't get his money from us, you know what he said? He said, I want to be traded. It's like, motherfucker, we've been trying to trade you. It's just like when you fire somebody and they'd be like, fired? You can't fire me. I quit. You know what I mean? It's some egotistical young shit. And what's sad is that this is how the game is now. You know what I mean? And if I'm the Niners and I'm Shanahan, I'm arrogant. I probably feel like I could. This was me. This yeah, Debo made you, I made you Debo. This is the system that made Debo. Exactly. You know what I mean? We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's on that shit. And he's like, listen, I'll, I'll take another motherfucker, throw him in the backfield. I'm a genius. You know what I mean? And then, but then then you look at if if I'm if I'm John Lynch, I'm gonna notice that fucking Adams just got a first round plus. In a trade. Good looking, uh, Micavelli. Three. Uh, well, now two minutes to four twenty. I just packed my bowl. Let's get ready to smoke mm -hmm. it. We're definitely going to be smoking East Coast four twenty and uh, Central four twenty. We're going to be here at least that long. Yep. I'm already. I'm already good and off some edibles. I'm yeah. doing the indoor sports right now because I got the. I got the wee tights. You know what I'm saying? But hey, check. I, I'm not even going to be on Playmaker tonight. Luigi's in full effect. Yeah. We're doing a four twenty right. Today's this the appetizer right here. And you know what I'm saying? Throw it in the chat. Throw it in the chat what you're smoking on. Freak Stomp 49er said I'm puffing on some apple fritters. So I got like I got like six little six kinds in this little container I got. I got some gelato, some aliens, mm -hmm. ha ho, 
um, gelato crossed with something else. I got like three different types of cookies in here. So I just I got it all in here, and I'm just picking out different little nuggets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm off, I'm off a little a little peanut butter joint. It's a sativa edible, feeling really good. I, I it's crazy because I feel like I can write a book right now. And then you say you got some dabs in too earlier. Yep, got a little bit of a little bit of yabba dabba do action. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely counter counterbalanced because uh, 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 the dabs were, were heavy indica. You know what I'm saying? And uh, right now I'm pulling on this little birthday cake because man, it's it's basically Weed's birthday today. You know what I mean? Hell yeah! And Ron said, "Going with the mango OG and green crack, man." And I know green crack's your favorite, so treated yourself for 420. I like it. Micavelli mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> said, uh, "Smoking on gelato." I love the gelato strain. Yeah, man, the cookies, they, they just keep evolving. I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And Micavelli said, what I miss about Debo. All right, well, so there's already been a riff between him and the 49ers for, I don't know, maybe like two, two weeks now or so where he's been saying he wants a contract. Motherfucker wants to get paid. He's got one year left on his deal, but he wants to re-up right now after the best year of his um, you know career so far. And 49ers. They, they're pretty much going to be playing hardball. So the negotiations is pretty much like it, it was at a headbutt right away. And it, it seems like Debo is going to be going to be traded. We don't know where we heard. Uh, we, I mean, the jets, I mean, that that's real likely what Bogart's talking about earlier. Um, I, well, heard rumors. I, I mean, I'm just going through the reasoning why I believe the jets would be the spot that yeah. I, you know, because, it's out of conference, you know. They, the co they, there's a coaching correlation. They already tried to trade for X, Y, and Z receiver and would have been willing to pay them. They happen to have a high end first round pick. What do you know? Niners don't have any first round picks, so moving a Debo, we could wait. And when they're on the clock, if there's a receiver we like, because Who's to say we even go receiver if we took that first round pick? You know what it's I mean? Not, you guys aren't going receiver with first oh, round, yeah. like. I even said it last year. If you guys really want to win a Super Bowl, go draft Kyle Pitts instead of Lance. And that would have been the move that might have got that offense over the hump. But, you know, we'll, we'll never, never know. Oh, okay. Speaking of an annoying hump that we can't get over, <laughs> Jimmy is what fucks this all up. Because I love the handsome hero, Jimmy Guapo. I love him. That's why you can't really – I can't get mad at him. He just smiles. I'm like, ah, come here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even though I want, even though I want to like, you know, fuck them up because. Oh shit! Four twenty on the East Coast. I missed about yeah. a minute. Spark it up. Yeah, Lee said, "Happy four twenty. Let's get it." But here's the thing, bro. Oh, shout out to Lee, man. He's our boots on the ground, our ear to the streets. <laughs> yeah. What man? up, David P? What's going on, bro? Don't forget, we're doing the the Buddha Baker uh, signed jersey giveaway today, everybody. Yep. Oh Buddha. yeah. Shout out to all the Buddha lovers. You know yeah, I mean? hold on. Where is it? Where is it? Smoking Buddha. You got to get a drop of that Buddha lava. <laughs> That's the one. There we go. Smoke it up for 420, Ron. Okay, but look at this. Going back to what I was saying, though, with Jimmy. Jimmy gets hurt in the game against the Cowboys. And then he goes, he still takes us to the title game. Here's the thing. Everybody already knew Jimmy was hurt. But, of course, in the playoffs, we're not going to let nobody know that he significantly hurt his throwing arm shoulder. You know what I mean? Uh, matter of fact, he, like, tore, like, something around in, in or around the, the rotator cuff, right? So 
you know, unfucking fortunately, we lose the, 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 the title game. And then a motherfucking Jimmy has to get a surgery. Before that, we had Pittsburgh, Carolina, New Orleans, uh, uh, Indianapolis. These were all teams that were interested in Jimmy. We had things on the table, uh, perhaps. He gets a surgery, and he can't, he can't even throw a ball for 16 weeks. That put the timeline on June. That means no one could would ever trade for him, even if you knew it was a, a minor injury, a minor surgery, if there even is such a thing. It's just the fact that he wouldn't pass a physical. You know what I mean? So you know what it is. It, it's everything that you said about him and believe about him. You guys win ugly with handsome Jimmy. That's going to come down to winning and losing football games. That's going to come down to trading his ass because everything is hella ugly. Right now, so if they turn out a pretty trade with Jimmy right now, that that's going to be some some Shanahan and and Lynch just really doing their thing. Okay, okay, you know how I be on the local shit out here, like the real underground, underworld local shit. You know, say with some reliable motherfuckers that are around them. And one of the rumors was, well, uh, well not even one of the rumors. It was one something they they were legit saying was that they were like, we're going to find Jimmy a landing spot. But we want him to be happy with it too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, apparently, Washington had two second rounders for us. I would have took that, bro, because they these two second rounders, you know, what I'm saying like that's squeezing the juices out of Jimmy. To me, we're not. What are we gonna get a first round? It's not gonna happen, right? So, but here's the thing: Jimmy probably didn't want to go there. And then it's like, oh, by the way, I gotta get the surgery anyway. And then, then the QB carousel happens, and we're stuck with Jimmy. March 16 comes around, and then that $25 is on the books. This is why I even brought this up. Who wants to get paid $25 million? Debo. Debo. And we can't <laughs> even do that because the handsome hero Jimmy is stuck <laughs> fucking us with his handsome ass. You know what sucked is we've been right about Jimmy this whole time because – even after Trey Lance, like, I mean, I know there's always the hype, you know, oh, QB drafted, you know, top five, we're going to, they're going to be inserted right away. I, I mean, you said it, I said it too, that Jimmy was going to be the guy unless he got hurt and he was, and yeah. you even said he might be like one of those trade guys, mid 2022 trade mm -hmm. deadline guys. So, what did I always say? I said we win ugly with handsome Jimmy, and then when it when they asked me about Lance, because I was the Lance truther, and I was glad we got Lance, because I even said on record he's gonna have to sit a year because as long as Jimmy play good, Jimmy don't get hurt, Jimmy don't lose job. <laughs> you remember that? Yep, I, that was my shit. Jimmy play good, Jimmy don't get hurt, Jimmy don't lose job. And it was true the entire year. He didn't. He didn't get hurt to where he was like out for weeks and weeks and weeks. I mean, what was he out the most at two weeks? At, but but in all fairness, Lance did get his shot because Jimmy did get hurt at one point. And when Lance got in there, it just you know Shannon was like, "No, he's not ready yet." Jimmy, yeah. he probably went in there. Jimmy's like, "I got a finger injury." He went in there, shook his hand real firm, started squeezing it. Oh, you're good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs>
Damn, life and sports talk with Jake. What up, bro? He said Bogart's so high he doesn't even have his hat on. One in a million. <laughs> you know what? I couldn't find a hat that matched this this ill outcast shirt I've never wore on screen yet. You know what I mean? Hell, hell yeah, man. That is a fire shirt. I was like, I got I don't got too many black hats. You know what I mean? Like, but then also I just I like things to correlate. Like, you know what I mean? Like I got like, you know, if I wear you know how I am, it's all the it's the details. Yep. You and speaking of details, because devil's in the details when it comes to some Quentin Tarantino films. And if you guys caught it on Silver Screen Breakdown, uh, what was it? A week and a half ago, we broke down Pulp Fiction, okay? And this week, this Saturday, your Saturday night Silver Screen Breakdown, we're breaking down my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie, Jackie Brown. And everything about, like, Bogart's talking about, it's got to color coordinate and everything. Samuel L. Jackson, every single outfit that he wears in that movie, it is all on point, and it all yep. starts with the Kango. Yep, he got and the Kango to match. Yep. Hey, hey, now I don't know if y'all remember, but there was like an urban store. It was called Mister Rags, and like they used to sell a bunch of Fubu and all kind of shit. Like yep. this joint was like maybe it was a California thing because I saw it. I saw it down south too. But anyways, that's where you got the Kango hats at because they had all the colors. Be you know what I mean? Hell yeah. And watching that movie over and over just makes me want to go get some Kangol hats because, uh, man, those, they're just hey, those fuckers were cheap. Those fuckers nah. were like 50 bucks, bro. Yeah. And yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> depend on which one. Like, I, I never did the furries. Right? I got one furry. I got one furry. Yeah, I never really did the furries. But, like, I bought, I must have bought so many white ones because the white get dirty. I'm like, it's done. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, what am I going to wash it? It's never looked the same. You know what I mean? I got the furry one in honor of uh, the furly one. Uh, every time yeah. uh, I was rocking the Mac Dre airbrush, uh, I was trying to get that, uh, you know, the furry uh, kangle in there. You, 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 was trying to, you was trying to get in touch with the furly ghost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. All right. We're, we're not alone. Ron made it to the smoke sesh. What up? What up? Where we go? Here we go. You suck. You suck. What up, Ron? <laughs> what up, Ron? Hey, what up, man? What's going hey, on? So hold on, man. You didn't even introduce him right, man. He is president of the Pulp Fiction fan <laughs> club, bro. Ron. Hell hey, yeah. I introduced him correctly. There we go. And we're gonna get end. What do, you, what do you think about Jackie Brown? Uh, we, we talked a little bit in text, Ron, but uh, I know no one besides me really thinks that Jackie Brown <laughs> is better than, uh, than Pulp Fiction. But where does it align with all of your other uh, Tarantino movies? I mean, it has the Tarantino like feel to it, uh, you know, where like you can almost put that in like a series with Reservoir Dogs. Like it has that same, uh, you know, like uh, genre where. Sure, hey, Ron, movie. hey, Ron's really high. <laughs> I am. I am. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, I like it. It is. There's something real about it that I like that you don't quite get from the other ones. And that's really what it comes down to for me, because like Sam Jackson in that movie, just I mean that character feels like way more real than than Jules and John Travolta. You right. Know, 
it's kind of like I don't know, like they're almost like cartoon like hitmen. You know, is what it like. It, seems it feels to more like a real story than a comic or like a, a novel. Right. You know, like. Well, even listen. Though, even though it was based on a novel, I got I got some uh, Jackie Brown isms for you. Just yeah. Like, cause, so, uh, that character, it was first of all, it's an adaptation of a book, right? Yeah, Rum Punch. Yeah, and like you know, he, of course he he remixed it and, and freaked it like he would. You feel me? Because you know he's Tarantino. <laughs> But like the Sam Jackson character, like the style of the character, the everything it came from his uncle because he had like a like a second mom, which was like his mom's best friend. She was she was she was a sister. She was a sister. You know what I mean? And and she she had a brother that was in and out the pen, all the shit. And he, you know, he, real isms. You know what I mean? Real L.A. motherfucker. You know what I mean? And he would just like just lace him with game all the time. You know what I'm saying? About, you know, because so it's like, that's why, like, it's kind of crazy because Tarantino, you could tell he gets it because he was raised, he, this was part of his family. He, you know what I mean? You know, that's why he, he could appeal to a black audience. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Sam Jackson is one of those guys that, like, I mean, he was already a, he, Sam Jackson's a thespian, first of all. He's not just an actor. This guy, he went, you know what I mean? He did it all. Then when he got, but Tarantino kind of really put him on the map, map. You know what I mean? I mean, he was already in, in Spike Lee's joint. Uh, what was that? Uh, Do the right thing, whatnot. He was in, um, you know, uh, a Jungle Fever. But like, once he was Jules, bro. You know what I mean? And and then see, but the Jackie Brown one. That's like, I feel like, you know what I mean? It, what was sad to me when was that Tarantino was saying, like, this was based on his uncle. Like to me, that's always Sam Jackson to me. You know what I mean? Uh, to me, that's well, how if I, you know, but Sam Jackson's a thespian. He sits with his legs crossed, and then, you know what I mean. Most of it is just an act from the movies. You know what I mean? It, it's it's a get up that he got. You know what I mean? He's like really about his craft. But to me, I'm like, nah, he's that motherfucker from Jackie Brown. You know what I mean? And Sam, Sam Jackson had, I mean, almost as much input on the character as Quentin did because. Uh, okay, I mean, see he, that makes me feel better. Yeah, huh. because I mean, he said the whole the ponytail. You know, like, I mean, the, the type of outfits that he wore. I mean, that, that was all, like, his swag. You know, Quentin's talking about okay. it. like, Sam Jackson, he's got a closet of Kangles. But he just knows, like, that's that that was the style, like, in the 90s. Like, in the 90s, if you were it, if you were in any type of, like, hood activities, let's just put it that way. Like, Kangle was the thing that you wore. You were, like, Kangle pimping, you know, like, golf course pimping Doobie. out there. <laughs> hey, Kangles is hard, bro. You know what I mean? Kangle. Oh, yeah. That Australian. <laughs> yeah, you got that got that kangaroo right on yeah. the well, I mean on the back, but you know, every everyone who's really cool wears them backwards. But you have B you know what's funny? The, I, the, I the like wearing it forward because I'm contrarian. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would I mean there was a couple times that I could wear it forward and get away with it, but it just always seemed like it looked a lot cooler backwards. You see the can the the kangaroo, you know. Well, right you know what I used to do so when I wore kangles? I was in junior high and high school. I can't, I can't. And like, backwards. I remember in junior high. I remember. I first of all, you know how you would like repeat fits, yeah. Right, and I I would wear this fucking this fubu like golf V neck sweater. You know what I'm talking about. I have a sweater, sweater like that. I, I can I can never do it with the uh Hold with, on. just with the shirt though, the V neck. Hold on. Shirt. It was a sweater vest. Oh yeah, first there you of go. All. So you know what I mean? I have like a white tee underneath or something. 
And it was the small joint. It just, it just said the FUBU. I didn't like the big old blasted ones like that. You know what I mean? I like the loud colors, but you get what I'm saying? And then I have this white Kangol. I'll always wear with that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like, that was like my favorite ass fit. Cause like bitches were on me or like young ladies at the time. It was all it was all crazy colors. And for me, it was like when I was 17, 18, like that was when I started really getting into polo, the Ralph Lauren joints. Yeah. And, you know, I was always trying to hit up the outlets and you know, mm-hmm. it's all the off-the-wall colors that are in there. So I'd be getting all the off-the-wall colors, you know, getting them from find the Kango. Yeah, find like it's crazy because in those outlets, you could get the polo joints that like for like ten dollars, you know, and they're like a hundred and forty dollars when they're like brand new, you know, like in the polo store and shit. So it's like mm-hmm. and the thing with that store. with outlets, it's like if you pay like eighty bucks for like a three button polo shirt, you wear it more than three years. Like oh, sure. you know, so like when you Get it at the outlet. That's why it's out at an outlet because it's like two years out of style. So like, who gives a shit? If I bought it two years ago, I'd still own it and be wearing it. So I'll take yeah, the discount. I like your logic. Listen, here's here's my thing too. It's like I would, ha- I would like this is like the shopping days now, right? When we was on some D boy shit shopping. Francisco, might, what up? What up? I might find like one item. Like I remember I had the, remember the grapes. Uh huh. The purple grapes, the fives. Yep. I remember I had two pair of them. I one one to keep and then one to rock, right? And like, or one to rock and then one to stock. Is that how to say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I was about uh, to correct you. Good. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, they didn't sound right. Because I'm, I'm the high one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I w- I didn't have nothing purple, and I swear to God, for like years, all I did was buy purple shit to like to to rock with those. You know what I mean? Hell yeah! Because now you got went now. If I saw some purple, I'm like, oh, there it is. I remember I even found a a, a Jordan. Uh, it was a tracksuit, and it was purple, white, and gray. And I was like, oh my god! And it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was it was brand new shit. I was like, I don't give a fuck how much it is. I gotta have that. Like, it was just <laughs> no one wore purple. You know what I mean? At least not around me. You feel me? And that's like, where it's, that's what's crazy about it. It it always starts at the head or the feet. You either yeah. have a hat that you got to get the shit to match, or you got shoes and you got to get the rest of the shit to match. I go, I go hat first. I match my, I buy stuff to match my hats. Yeah, shit's dope. See, that's, I ain't gonna lie. In the past like fifteen years, I just I love Vans, so it's like I gotta match anything. You know what I mean? And Vans are like dummy cheap. Like I'm, a, I'll buy like I buy red pairs of Van, like red Vans over and over again. Like it's just like because <laughs> they get they get through hella fast. The white Vans. I remember in high school, vans were only 30 bucks and you could get like, but you would wear them out. If you actually used them to skate, they lasted like four months, months but yeah. but yeah, they were yeah. so cheap. They were like, you could just keep buying new pairs all the time. Yeah. Hell yeah. After I, after I touched high school, it was like, I mean, I, I never really rocked vans. I mean, uh, it was Iverson's in like ninth grade and 10th grade. And then 10th grade when I started buying Jordans. The like, honey, hold on. The honeycomb runs, right? Yep. Yeah. I had the shacks in middle school with the big, with yeah. the big, uh, like, uh, target, with the big, like, black and white target. Man, yeah. those were so whack to me, bro. Oh, yeah, they were ridiculous. Oh, here, oh. Here was the they, were, they were not cool. I was not cool in middle school. <laughs> I was like, damn, those are whack, bro. So here's the bullshit about having the style, though. It was, like, right before my skater days, but. 
uh, I, I had two pairs of those Iversons, you know, the mm. honeycomb ones. One of them was the blue tips, you know, the ones that like everybody had. Yeah, yeah, with the shiny, with the, like the shiny blue. It wasn't the, well. I mean, it was like the the bright blue, like not not yeah. light blue, but I'm saying no. But, but the material on the blue, the blue tip of the foot, it was like shiny, kind of right. Kind, uh, not or was really. it the suede? Because they no, it was the suede. They came out with these a million times over. So yeah, yeah, it was the yeah. suede. Those were the first one. It was like the yeah, blue blue suede, almost kind of Dodger blueish. Something yep. like that. But then um the ones that nobody's seen that I had, it was the all black, and then it had the you know the tip, like you said, the the shiny tip. Yeah, and man, the fucking freshman basketball team, like someone saw my shoes and then they made those like their team shoes oh. for the fucking and so everybody's walking around with them. That shit was whack as fuck. Saying it was just a tip. <laughs> just the tip. That was the shiny part. <laughs> <laughs> the shiny tip. Oh, <laughs> Hey, uh, check okay, out uh, check out Spacula here. What up, bro? Said uh, Debo to the Jets, DK to Green Bay, and AJ Brown to the Patriots. You they're not trading AJ Brown. I, I agree. You know, so take, AJ Brown is going through the same Debo shit right now. If you want, if this is a, a game show, they're not going to trade. Say, and I have to say, <laughs> the one that's unlikely is the Patriots win. Yeah, the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots got their number one guy with Parker, and he's for cheap. You know, I mean, Patriots this, are all about getting. You know, they don't like having first round draft picks. They don't like it. They would rather get rid of them. They're it's because they failed in so many first round wide receivers. I mean, but here's the thing, though: a lot of teams do fail with that first yeah. round. If Vrabel, Eagles and Patriots are the worst, though. If 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 Mike Vrabel agreed to trade away AJ Brown, that means. He knows something that we don't know. Like no. this guy just can never stay healthy. Like you know what I mean? No, like you, the same shit is happening right yeah. now with Brown. Like you don't remember? Yeah. Like his teammates or something were talking shit about him. Mm-hmm. You know, like something only caring about himself because he didn't show up to OTAs. Yeah, or whatever it was, and he was like, "All right, you guys do you." It, it was. It wasn't OTAs. It was the uh, organized. Uh, it was it was volunteer OTAs. You're right. It was OTAs, yeah. but this is the volunteer one. This is not voluntary mandatory. shit. Like man, if someone asks and, you to come in yeah. to work on a Saturday as a normal person, you have a 50-50 shot of going. Like, what's the point of actually going if it's voluntary? You know. So I, I think normal people are. You know what I would do? I would this. Stunt, this is what I would do. I would, I would massively stunt on motherfuckers. I'd be like that. The reports would be like AJ Brown showed up to uh, to uh, organize activities and didn't do anything <laughs> yeah just stay there and you're like yeah, right. i showed up i ain't doing nothing dion what up bro happy 420 what are you smoking on what up dion dion you smoke so, I, 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 I mean i kind of agree with you with the I, I doubt the patriots go after him but if i'm playing devil's advocate it all depends on how cheap they can get him in the grand scheme of things because i mean he's still on his rookie contract you know, I don't see the Titans giving to into them. it, honestly. I think the Titans are keeping AJ Brown. Listen, the Titans, they do dumb shit. You want to know what they do dumb? <laughs> they are already paid a running back. That's the dumbest shit to do these days. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is the same word. Who's to say they won't trade away AJ Brown? They've done dumb shit like pay Derrick Henry all crazy. You know what I mean? Because in reality, those guys, I want those guys to get paid, but like, Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, I mean, those are the last guys. Dalvin Cook, those are the last guys, and CMC. Because, like, you got Todd Gurley and and Zeke and all these motherfuckers, they're all all done. You know what I mean? So I got a question for you guys. I know we're really, really high. (coughs) And everyone watching, feel free to throw it in the comments. But 
if there's like one thing that you can think of, like one reason why a team will never win the Super Bowl, what do you think that would be? Jerry Jones for for two hundred, Sue. <laughs> mm. Oh no, no, seriously. Like, what what do you think would be one thing that could they stop don't know when to move on from older players? Close, or at least what I was thinking. Uh, let's see if anyone puts it in there. What's one thing that'll guarantee uh, that a team never wins a Super Bowl? The um, yeah. offensive, offensive line. Getting closer. Getting closer. It's QB. And you said the Jets because we suck for 100, Alex. Defensive line. It's QB. <laughs> hey, you so, know why I always hey, say Stu? You know how I always say Stu, right? I'm not yeah. saying Stu because D2 Stu, but from In Living Color right. on the Dirty Dozens. Remember his name was Stu yep. Hart or whatever? Yep. Or not Stu Hart, Stu, whatever it was. I forget, but he hosted it. He's like, you know, you, you get the cash if your mama's breast smells like trash. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Okay, well, that explanation makes it better then. <laughs> no, I mean, because he said for Alex, uh, uh, Antonio said Jets for 100, Alex. Like, you know, like, like, yeah, Alex Trebek. Yeah, yeah, but that's why I always say Stu because it comes from Dirty Dozens. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so here's what I was thinking. I mean, all of those things are right, you know, depending on how great, you know, they go, um, how much they really fuck up the team. But not everybody on the team buying in. Like mm. not buying into the system. So can we say coach. maybe culture? Like, I mean, culture is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. But if you don't have all 54 guys buying in to the coach, to the system and all that, it could be one person that you're missing. I mean, it's just not going to happen. All these teams that win, like, it seems like they're like best friends, you mm. know, and shit. There's a whole shit ton of chemistry. Yeah, that's why the Eagles won because Carson Wentz, like, bitch ass got out of the way and everyone loved Nick Foles. Like, Nick Foles was like a true leader, even yeah. as a backup. I don't like this. Let's see. Okay, hold on. Carson Wentz was the shit. And no, he, wasn't. he got y'all all the way to the. He, he basically put it he, all. He, all y'all was was the. Wasn't like thirteen. He had one like that. amazing season, but you can't say someone's the shit but that's because one talking season. about. But he had, had an MVP always, level season. But that I'm was the year that you about that season. Yeah, I, I know, but he got hurt. That's all I'm saying is that y'all and then. The oh, he was y'all. important to winning the Super Bowl. I'm not then taking his credit away. I'm saying the, he was a bad locker room presence. He was a bitch ass. How but could this, it be but, but look at this though. Let me let me finish. An MVP candidate. I don't think because so. Because no one liked him. <laughs> hey, okay, but <laughs> they didn't like him. Once Car- the but the league was on on alert. The league was afraid of Carson Wentz and the Eagles. And then when he goes down, now they're underdogs. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And then and then what did they do? Everybody bought in, and they rallied around Foles because he was a good locker room presence. Culture. I'm agreeing with you. You just don't like Foles. Yeah. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Foles <laughs> prays to white Jesus, okay? White <laughs> Jesus loves Nick Foles. Wherever he goes, he just gets blessed. No, it's only, it's only in Philadelphia. Nick Foles sucks as soon as he leaves Philadelphia. It's like that some weird, true. like, like curse of Philadelphia. Didn't he get hurt, like, didn't he get hurt in, like, the first half of the game? Uh, like the next year after that for when he went to the Jaguars, he yeah, like yeah. very first game. Yeah, in insert Minshew the Ginshu. Mm-hmm. I made the phone call. 
<laughs> See, he's and then up. they traded him to the Bears. See, hold on. He, that, he got hurt. Was fucked up. He should have lost the QB competition. They let Gardner Minshew start. Then Gardner Minshew fucks it up somewhere along the way. And then he comes in and then, you know. In well, no, but see, here's what it was, though. Hold on. Hey, hey, Gardner Minshew tore it up that year. I think he, played, he started 12 games. And the only reason they yeah, stopped, the only reason they, they they benched him is because Foles was, was medically cleared to come back. Remember, he, he yeah. like broke, he broke like a collarbone. It was like a 10-week joint. He comes but you don't back. hear what I'm you don't hear what I'm saying. He he flip flopped yeah, the strategy from the previous year. He should have let Ginsu I mean, yeah. him all the way. He needs to be the hero, not the not the original. No, I don't remember who I don't remember who it was, but whoever <laughs> fucked up Nick Foles, like man, that was a textbook tackle if I've ever seen one because they grabbed both of his arms and put them behind his yep. back. And then, and then they boom. fucked it. Ooh, he was fucked. Yeah. He was fucked. Hey, and you know what's Here's another Man, thing. Hold on. Mantha Productions 2.0 said happy 420 and said, what are y'all smoking on? I'm smoking on some gelato right now. Yeah, I'm on some birthday cake because today's, today's Weed's birthday. Yeah. What are yeah. you smoking on? But yeah, that's where he fucked up because if Ginchu was the starter, Ginchu might have been the one to get fucked up right there. <laughs> and then he would have came in and then he would have been then he yeah, because the hero again. Nick Foles... White Jesus truly loves Nick Foles because look at this, bro. A motherfucker is behind a legend in the in the making, Michael Vick, and Michael Vick goes down, and then he takes them to the fucking to the playoffs with Chip Kelly. You remember that? Yeah, a legend in the making is a little rough at that age. He was listen, like he was like a former legend in the in the yeah, twilight listen, at that point. You know why but, yeah. in the making? How about because resurgence? Yeah, be the best comeback story ever, bro. You know what I mean? And then but, but Nick Foles was like, oh, no, fuck that. He prayed on that shit. He, he was prayed up that night. Yeah, that was the 27 and 2 season. And then look at this. Guess what he does? He throws seven tugs in the game against Oakland, bro. In a game against Oakland. He's like, you know what? Might as well get the tighter record for most TDs passing again. You know what I mean? With no interceptions. With no interceptions. Fucking Nick Foles, bro. No, He's fuck. in the Hall of Fame. They got his cleats. They got his cleats in the Hall of Fame. Damn it. And that's why and that's why he's referred to as Big Dick Nick, right? Just because, like, even there's if it was that, just one game that you can look back on. He was, big, that, he, he was amazing in Philadelphia. He sucked everywhere else. He sucked <laughs> everywhere else. Yeah, he sucked with the Rams. He sucked with everyone. He sucked wasn't good Kansas anywhere. <laughs> Remember, remember Alex Smith? Yeah, he was Kansas City backup. Hey, everywhere he goes, he kills. He, 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 listen, he prays that, please, please. God, but do you know why? Because Doug Peterson was still in Kansas City. Yeah. And he, Doug Peterson drafted Nick Foles. It was his yeah. idea. So mm -hmm. he brought him back to the Eagles, too. It's hey, just Doug Peterson so. dragging him wrong? around the league. Was he wrong? No, he works for Doug Peterson. That's all he works he was for. right, though. When it, when it came to Nick Foles, if the, he's the guy who said we need to draft this kid, you know. Yeah, I mean? uh, Chip Kelly traded him away, not not yeah. Peter. Yeah, yeah, because look at Chip Kelly got there; he was already there. He was a sophomore. Yeah, you know I mean. And then uh, Nate Sudfeld was just like uh, Nate Fol uh Nick Foles two point It was like he not was like Nate identical Sudfeld. to him. Not Nate Sud. Oh, okay. Oh, you're talking about Nate Sudfeld. I, I, I thought you were talking yeah, about they tried to like redraft Nick, yeah. Nick Foles basically, and it just I, wasn't I, as good. Failed. I thought you were talking about Sam Bradford at first. I was like, oh no, 
That's who they traded for. And yeah. Chip Kelly threw in a second rounder to downgrade to Sam Bradford. It was bizarre. Chip Kelly was a weirdo, man. He was. He also traded the Sean McCoy away for Kiko Alonso and then just flat out cut the Sean Jackson because he didn't like his attitude. Yeah, and then he went to Washington and got two. He just like back. gutted the stars of the team for like no reason. For Kiko Alonso, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, he's Kiko Alonso blew in Philadelphia. He was hey, like, you, oh. you know what's funny though? Yeah, great with Buffalo, bad everywhere. But, yeah. but here, here's what is dope though is that when Peterson came in there, he kept a lot of those Chip Kelly guys, Bill Lazor, you know what I mean? Um, uh, Jim Shorts, like he still kept everyone there. You know what I mean? And he just did it better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I really think that's Harry Roseman anyway. Harry Roseman is one of the best GMs. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. Really, the, the the worst seasons of the Eagles is when they took his power and gave it to Chip Kelly. And Chip Kelly messed it up fast. There was like, it, he like showed what GMs are paid for. Like he was like, he tried to play like Madden with an NFL team and like was just horrible. At the GM part. Like, he, first of all, Murray, not understanding that Murray was, like, done when Frank Gore still had years left in him. And we could have had him for a quarter of the price. Uh, yeah, hold, like, on, hold on, Evan. You know what's funny is Frank Gore's friends with Shady McCoy. You remember their announcement? Like, oh, Frank Gore is going to the Eagles. And then, like, he gets off the plane, sees all his text messages. And motherfucking uh, Shady's like, don't go there, bro. You know, and he was like, nah. And then he's like, all right, psych. And he went to the Colts. <laughs> he did. Kelly did all sorts of shit where he he implemented a curfew. He made them drink like health smoothies. Hold on, hold on. Uh, he brought in. He like, brought in Demarco Murray. You guys brought in Demarco yeah. Murray. And check this out. He, he, so Demarco Murray came. He came from almost a two thousand wow season. Remember that? It was like eighteen hundred, running behind that Dallas line. Yeah, he's a power. He's a power yeah. runner, north, north, south, and then here's Chip Kelly. Now they get their hands on Demarco Murray, and then and they try to get him running like stretch, stretch runs to the outside because the whole line was built to pull from the center. It's built to pull <laughs> the center and guards. That's why that Jason so Kelly, stupid. Kelsey, uh, has been around so long because he's small and fast. He runs in front to block, mm -hmm. and uh, and um. The guy who they never got rid of, uh, Jason Peters, is a he would run out. He was an amazing lead blocker. Yep, Lane Johnson. Uh, so they didn't, they weren't able to run straight through. Well, like, they, uh, they weren't built that way. Brooks too. Yeah, Brooks. Brandon Brooks. Yep. Brandon Brooks. It was stupid. It was like everyone got that. They, it wouldn't work like immediately. Like it was, he was the wrong type of running back. Yeah. For the system, all around. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> but that was my whole point of bringing it up. Yeah, and you know what? It's funny because tonight on the Playmakers, we're talking about like the the highest that we are on players, and like now it's funny. I'm almost <laughs> going to the lowest. Like the teams that like fucked up, you know, by like putting the wrong guys in the wrong system. Like one of the guys who stands out to me is Toby Gearhart when he like killed it on uh, the Jaguars and the then like boy. Minnesota. Minnesota picks him up, and he was like, just flop. Huge-ass flop. The yeah, one that I will never forgive is Namde Asamoah. Like, I am still upset about that. The cornerback? Yeah. He was, like, he was good in the Raiders because, like, no one threw to him. 
And then, like, he went to the Eagles. He was horrible. And we got rid of, like, Asante Samuel, like, to get non-Bay Austin Y. And he got paid a fortune, and he was horrible. Horrible. I mean, you know what, though? You guys had bad luck with corners, man. Like, we didn't miss two until Namdi. He was like the curse. But like, like, um, it was good before that. We had Eric Allen. We had, um, like, we had some really good like, corners. Like, yeah. like, look at this. Harry Roseman at one point is like, man, fuck that. I'm training for Darius Slay. They also traded uh, Jordan Matthews for Ronald Darby. That was a good trade. Yeah, Ronald Darby was I. I mean, for Jordan Matthews, I mean, fuck. Damn it, David. And then, uh, and then we got Jordan Matthews back another seven times. So. Nice pick, crispy one. Picking Antoine Winfield, um, oh, fifteenth round. Vinny Curry. That, am I on the clock the, now? Oh, the forty-year-old. Damn, bro. What he said. The flash. Uh, no songs on the clock right now. You're next. Good luck um, with that. Uh, it made me hella irritated as fuck because, god damn it, I was I kept letting Winfield pass, and I hate it when they're sitting at the top of of a list. Yeah. Because I'm like, damn, someone's gonna look at him. You know what I mean? Yep. It always it always gets right to me. But there's still there's still a bunch of players out yeah. there that are still I just, uh, you know when you know what? nice. Yeah, and like and I don't mind that I have that I have Devin White. You know what I mean? Like I don't give a fuck about that shit. If yeah, I have for IDP, that shit doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, actually, you know what? And what do you think about that? So for IDP, I don't think it matters having two players. Like on the same team, but what do you think about that? Like having like a wide receiver, you know, on the same team uh, as a running back or a QB and a running back, you know, to where they don't really benefit, you know, each other by having them on the team. I don't mind. Like, well, see, if I have a running back that catches the ball nine times out of ten, like a running back, like a, like a like let's say CMC, I'm not never rushing to get like a a, Darnold. a Sam Darnold CMC stack. You know what I mean? Right. I I just rather have CMC, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's because most of those run. And then, then in this case, like, if you have, say, you have a Kyler Murray and a Connor, it's hella frustrating. If he's not going to throw the ball to hit Connor and he's just pounding it in, I kind of, in some instances, would rather just have Connor. You know what I mean? It depends how good the, the offense is. Because if you hedge your bets and you have yeah. the person who scores the running and passing touchdowns, you're going to get it somehow. But there's only a few offenses you can do that with. But, and here's another thing. I'll have I, I love you know me, I'm a stickler for the stack. I'll even do a triple stack with the QB. Like I'll do and redrive receivers though. Yeah. Like right. I'll do um I mean or, or say it's say you have Kelsey, like a, a Kelsey Mahomes and then Juju stack, you know what I mean? Or or or, or Stafford, Cup, Allen Robinson, like that's gonna be nasty, or Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase Higgins. If you can make that happen, that's nasty. Like last year, I had I had a Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, uh, just tandem. I didn't have Justin Herbert, but I had that tandem in in the several leagues. See, the I problem think, with that is the weeks that their offense don't produce, bro, you lose. Here's the thing. Sure, you lose that week. I yeah. didn't draft any Keenan Allen last year, but I ended up. But I drafted a ton of Mike Williams because he was the value, and I. And then when people were disgruntled with with Keenan Allen. They, they had a week six bye week. I traded for Keenan yes. Allen going into that bye week everywhere, and I ended up with him. And I I played both him and, and and Mike Williams. 
every week. Just and, and it didn't work all the time, but like <laughs> I, I was comfortable. Right, that's the problem. It doesn't work all the time. Well, well the, the, the thing for it. me that I don't like is you're almost like you force yourself to make that play. Like every no, but, but here's week. but here's let me finish my point. I was willing to do that because the pass attempts were there. And guess who led the league in pass attempts? It was it was Justin Herbert. So it's like there's there's gonna be times where both guys eat in the championship. In the championship, and I don't want to flex, but in that one that I had, that I had against you, I had a Keenan Allen and Mike Williams stack, and Mike Williams had the two tugs, and Keenan Allen had the one, and it was like, wow, it worked out phenomenally that time. But it was just because this is a throwing, it was a throwing ass offense, you know what I mean? Uh, the, the 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 Rams, they're a throwing ass offense. Let's smoke it up, Hess. Yeah, shout out to yeah, Hess. and I'm not even saying. I mean, everyone. Yeah, the, what, what you don't want to have is a running back and a wide receiver from the same team. That's what you don't want to have. You don't want a star running back and a star wide receiver on the same team. You don't, I don't want know, man. I, I, I had Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen. I don't think you're like hating it. Yeah, I was gonna say. I remember uh, 2018. I had. Uh, you shouldn't had, though. Oh yeah, 2018. The, the, the first Mahomes James year. Is. I had Kareem Hunt and Tyreek Hill. I felt really <laughs> good about that. Yeah. See, it's not. I mean, if you put anything like in a vacuum, you know, like yeah, anything could sound bad. But I mean, you got to hit. You still got to hit. On the mm-hmm. on the picks, and uh, that's what's dope about fantasy football. Like we can all have different strategies and still win. Because I don't I don't like forcing the stats in uh, in redraft leagues and dynasty leagues. I mean, I guess okay, but on where just fall. for the record, though, a wide receiver and running back on the same team is not a stack because they don't interact with each other. Listen, stack is getting two people, so a quarterback and a wide receiver is, or a catching a running back. It is a stack. It's a team stack. Because you get the points twice. That's what this. That's what you're stacking. You see what I'm saying? It's a team. Yeah, stack. but you don't get the points twice. Like that's something else that everybody yeah. likes. That they still have no. to miss. Right. I know. I know. It's I know. Just both your guys <laughs> simultaneously. That's all yeah. that is. Yeah. And yes, it is a stack. It's a team stack. I mean, that's, and that's the context that we're talking about here: stacking players from the same team. Like that, yeah. That's just what I, mean, I said. That's well, literally what I asked. Well, because like team well, stacks, okay. team stacks Maybe. is an actual thing. And when you when you're talking DFS world, they'll talk it's, about team stacks, game stacks. You know what I mean? Like, right. Because but the idea of a stack is if you were gonna pay up for a quarterback in DFS, then that quarterback has to succeed to for you to win, right? So you might as well get his wide receivers because. If no. he's going to do well, they will do well too. No. I disagree. What? That is the I, idea of it. I, I didn't come know, up with that. About, <laughs> see, because now, now you got to get into the context. When you when you're talking DFS, the, the different things are priced different. So you're you're looking for the values. I might go for the stack if that's the value. Like say, um, you know, back because my original stuff. question is, what do you guys think about a stack? Stacking a QB and a wide receiver. Uh, versus like stacking like a running back and a wide receiver. You guys with any of those at yeah. all? Literally, what I'm, I have. I'm no, all- I like wide receiver, quarterback. I don't like running back, wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, and I like I like quarterback re- receiver stacks. Or I I really like quarterback. If, like if you have Mahomes, stacking Mahomes with Kelsey somehow is just the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's just like the shit right there. That's like like my favorite. Uh, if, if you know Cooper Cup's going to be expensive in redraft this year, but if you get Cooper Cup, you know who's not going to be expensive is Matt Stafford. You know what I mean? While everyone's going in for Josh, this like single QB talk. You know what I mean? Because obviously everyone knows what value is in Superflex for Q- for QBs, but in single QB leagues, motherfuckers still go up for quarterbacks early. 
So it's like, I'll just wait. And like, you know, I'm going to go in for the, the, the skill position guys that massively drop off to another tier. I'm going to get those guys early. You know what I mean? And Mark 91 said, y'all ever tried live resin? Hell yeah. Bro. Hell yeah. That's the only way to go. He said, I finally tried it up here in Montana. And holy shit. Nice. Got live yeah. resin in Montana now. I like yeah. it. You could buy you could buy devices. They're not cheap either. But you could buy devices and you could press your, your flower. You know what I mean? And the live resin comes right out the side. Those, those things aren't expensive. Like you could get them for like 150 bucks on Amazon now. What oh, what do you think you guys call crumble? Normal, for normal people? Let's just put it that way. Normal people, normal yeah. amounts. <laughs> what is yeah, it that you guys call crumble? What's up? Uh, what do you call crumble? crumble I, got, it's, I call it's, it crumble. Uh, I love that shit. That's yeah, like, that's like, like that's my jam. You talking about wax? Yeah, well, I don't know. I call oh. it crumble. I, I, when I say that, sometimes people don't understand what I mean. But like, where you get like yeah. the THC chunks and you stick it on and then it makes your bowl last like forever. Mm-hmm. See, it's tough. It, it, it's tough because you could dab so many too. different kinds. Yeah. And like, some people may call it all dab. Some people may call it all wax. Like every single type of consistency. Yeah. I call it the actual consistency because that's what it is. So that's to me, the peanut butter. Yeah, that's crumble is it. just crumble or the honeycomb, you know? Love yeah, that stuff. Because, see, that was the type of shit you could handle with your hands, too, and your hands won't get all fucked up, you know what I mean? Yeah, you could literally grab a little piece, yeah. drop it right yeah. in the bucket. Because until it until it melted, and then it was, like, stuck on, like, yeah. forever. That It yeah. created that, like, cast that made your bowl last. Like, I love that. Because hey, you, you put it on you put it on a bowl, or you would hit straight dabs with it, like, with a bucket? No, I would put it on my weed. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. just a little bit, and it would make your bowl last forever because you would like smoke around it, but hit it at the same time, and it would absorb the fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. I would, see, yeah, I, I was that man. Fucking uh, th- back in the days when we started uh, fucking with it, like so. So that's the cold water method. You know what I'm saying? Cold water, and that's like the cleanest way when when you get it. Uh, uh the, the peanut butter. That's what I call it. You know what I mean? The shit that we're talking about right now. You know what I mean? And like. Back this is like like, like two thousand I want to say uh, eleven twelve type type era right and like we had these pens but you had to load them yourself you know what I mean and so like yeah, that sucks I hated that shit like oh my god it was horrible but but see what with the peanut butter it was cool I just you know what I mean load it up we're good to go I didn't know you, you could know? do that like I, I want to tell you about horrible when it comes to these dabs you got to go back like to like two thousand five two thousand and six when it was just all the goo. And like mm-hmm. their method was literally just like spraying a bunch of weed with a bunch of butane, and there was just like this little tool that mm-hmm. fucking helped you do it. And man, that shit was fucking gross. And mm-hmm. uh, but it was like so like innovative, like at the time that you wanted to like put yeah. that on your bowl. That shit was like straight black, and yeah, uh, all none of the butane was extracted. It was nope. fucking gross. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Well, butane will get you a little messed up too if you yeah, like keep hitting out. a lighter into a bowl. <laughs> See, but here, here's where the innovations came from because, like, why use this thing? It went from motherfuckers, and they, it was little, it was little, little tubes, bro. You put the, put the trim in the, in the tree in there, and you just and you blast that shit, and, and motherfuckers is blowing arms off, and all kind of mm-hmm. motherfucking uh, losing half their face, look like the Terminator type of shit, burning houses down. Because you're used to hearing meth labs blow up, but then you start yeah. hearing like weed labs blow up. You're like, what like, the fuck? But see, here's the thing. <laughs> Like then they, the innovations of it though it turned into like because you know you know they would pour it out you you have to pour it out in the motherfucking uh, like a casserole looking motherfucker right and then and then they let all the bubbles rise and that's all the butane but see that wasn't enough then they started making these machines where you know what I'm saying you put that motherfucker into a vacuum bro 
You know what I'm saying? And they it was a perjure. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. you would see the shit go from dark to hella light, bro. You know what I mean? And it might take like several hours at, at during the. I'm pretty sure. See, but then that shit. That's why I stuck with the cold water shit because I was like, man, that shit is gross. Like, like literally, if, if you were trying to distribute or, or 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 sell shit like that, you know what I mean? It, you would have to get it tested by the labs these days. That's yeah. just not getting cleared. You know what I mean? But yeah. then motherfuckers got so good at purging all the shit and their shit would just be like super white, like the 99 shit or whatever. Like still motherfuckers found a way, but it was just like, now that butane method is just totally out the, out the door. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obsolete. If you're still mm -hmm. doing it that way, like I'm surprised you're still in business. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mark 91 said, my buddy went to school with the guy that lit his house on fire for making wax. Yeah, man. The, the shit that we were talking about. Like, if yeah. People don't know what they're doing, and I mean, you, your shit's not ventilated. You know, you're just like doing it in your kitchen or some dumb shit with no windows open. You know, yeah. That's what people were doing, though. You had to learn the hard way. <laughs> a motherfucker hit that. A motherfucker cut that fucking stove on it. Fucking boom. <laughs> it was like, uh, well, I mean, if we can go back to like a funny time when we seen that happen. If you go to uh, Cheech and Chong, um, mm -hmm. next movie. When the they movie they stealing the gas. Yeah, siphoning the gas and shit, and just put it in a yeah. dirty ass trash can, and, and then they, they literally the trunk, just poured in. <laughs> they're pouring the gas into the trunk just so they can dip, right? Yeah, because the well, the, like, the, hey, man, the he said, I don't think you should light that, man. Oh no, 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 it was Chong who told him, right? No, Cheech told him, oh, and Chong, Chong is lighting yeah. it up, <laughs> and he's like, No, we're good. <laughs> the only thing I used to do was we would put vodka in the bottom of bowls sometimes, and that really messes you up. But in a bottle of what? In the bottom of bowl, a bong, in a bong. I never did. I never. No, did no, I never do that. I don't. I don't like ruining the integrity of weed as much as possible. Just it's like it's it's not a it's like a. Hey, you're, you're, one of those dudes that, you're one of those dudes that would drink the bong water after all. If it's uh, vodka, it's like, it's vodka. I, I'm not one of those dudes, no, but I, I might make tea with the stems. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, and Hess said, I'm about to smoke a custom rolled one gram filled, uh, one uh, gram joint filled with grapes of wrath from Wonder Brett. I like it. And they got a dab bar too. Just hit the. The lemoncello, man. I, I want dab bars to come back because, like, is well, Hess coming on? I don't know, Hess. If you got time, on on I'll, shoot, I'll shoot you the link. You can come on and smoke it up, chat it up. And uh, yeah, my one of my homies like had one like back in like what was it 20, 2009 or two thousand and ten? I can't remember what year. And uh, it was dope because uh, he ended up just everybody came to him. It's when weed maps started blowing up. And stuff, and it was funny. People would just bring him a bunch of shit, and then they ended up uh, getting a whole bunch of different dabs to him, and that was kind of fun. It was like a bar, but it was just it was dabs that were flowing instead of drinks. It was fun. Oh, when you when you linked up with Has? No, 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 no. This is way back in the day. Oh, yeah, I do miss Has bars though, like the, uh, the dab bars. I should say. Yeah, so there was uh, there was one in uh, there was this one legendary one. I know Hess knows about it. I can't remember exactly what it was called, but uh, it was on Venice Beach, and it was like literally like right in front of Muscle Beach, you know, where all the jacked motherfuckers are going Venice Beach, and you know, it's just yeah, nothing but hard bodies out there from both sexes, and it's just uh, it's crazy. It's a notorious spot right on Venice Beach, and like no, they don't have any jacked people. <laughs> <laughs> 
they had uh all right has i'm gonna shoot you the link and um yeah and so they had a doctor like right there you know on site you know back uh that that the doctor's right there and uh super easy to get your card and then you go upstairs and you have um it's a it's you know the the side to buy all the flour is like right when you walk in and then you go to the left and there's this whole huge ass bar. It was a hash bar is what they called it back then. And man, it was just great view of the beach. It was full. There, there was, uh, there, I don't know what this person was that we were in there, but she had some driver and she was like buying hash bowls for her driver. And I was like, that doesn't seem like the smartest thing, but. guys all dressed up like he's like in reservoir dogs like he was wearing like the exact same suit as all the motherfuckers in reservoir dogs so super weird and uh we me and my friend were taking these fat ass rips like we were trying to clear the entire bowl you know then they were like real fat ones we were taking and we were coughing and like i can't remember what she like said but it was almost like oh i remember my first beer you know or like some shit like that and uh, we were like, oh, what are you talking about? We see you over there. It takes you like 10 hits to like clear your bowl. And uh, and she was like, oh, well, let, let's go then. And uh, she was like, all right, get another round for these guys. And let's uh, let, let's see who can do it or whatever. And it was just funny. Like, I don't know who the hell this crazy bitch was, but it was just hilarious. Nice. But she, she got around. <laughs> She's probably, she was probably all pumped up on st- testosterone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over here going through the kids' um, Easter candy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, I don't want to give my kid candy, but they well, I get the it. stuff that they don't like anyway. Yeah, motherfucker. Oh, let's see. And Silly White Boy, uh, you asked this earlier. Thoughts on Keanu Neal to Tampa uh, this year for IDP? I don't like it. And unless they play him at linebacker, kind of how he was being used a little bit last year. And as of right now, they got him as a backup safety. Um, so I don't know if he's going to get mixed in at linebacker or not. Like, that's what's going to make it or break it uh, for me with him. So I Why think he's a backup of- safety. Who do they have in front of them? They have, they they have um, Antoine Winfield and they have Jordan uh, Whitehead. Yeah, and he plays the same position as Antoine Winfield does, the box safety, the strong safety. Yeah, and, uh, all right. <laughs> Antoine Winfield is just they, they probably want to use him as like a slot uh like alternative third safety. It could be that or last year, I mean the Cowboys or like linebacker. Yeah, like yeah. The Cowboys had him on, I mean listed as a safety it, initially and it then implies they they're going to play some cover 3. Yeah, I mean they're going to they're going to be putting him at a little bit of both. And so yeah. who knows if he's going to be that hybrid player. And they probably not. need to cuz their corners aren't that good. Yeah, they're all right. Oh, shit. Song said Bogart's on the clock. Ooh, yeah, Song, I know. Song took uh, Kenny Moore with the pick. I'm, I like it. I'm not mad at it. It's, it's I, crazy I, that it's crazy that Patrick Sertain, Sertan went before Winfield and Kenny Moore. Because I like Sertan, but him like, playing the, the cornerback spot versus the safety spot. Yeah, uh, I mean, his thing, I learned this a long time ago. Like, I mean... What, okay, what did uh, J.C. Jackson, right? J.C. Jackson's hella consistent. He's been averaging yeah. about like eight picks, right? Yeah. You know what right what, what, how, many, how many points is a pick? Uh, six. Six points. So we're going to need hella tackles out of him too, right? Yeah. And if he doesn't have it in his repertoire, I just stay away from that. Then when you're a big dog, 
uh, with a reputation, like for years, like uh, Richard Sherman, right? Ain't nobody yeah. throwing him the ball, ball his way. Then you yeah. get Jalen Ramsey's. So at least Jalen Ramsey will get grimy and, and tackle somebody. And at least like they, they, a lot of people don't just stay away from him fully, right? Yeah. You got to have right. the tackles to go with the big plays. And yeah. really that's it's like been- the big. That's the big thing. And uh, if you don't play on sleeper, you can't mix in the the, the QB hits. And I know that's not really, like, affected for, like, uh, you know, a cornerback, you know, too much. More for the yeah. D-line where they can rack up. Because, I mean, if you get a QB hit, that means you're rushing the play. You know, you're doing something. You can't even put that in as a stat on any of these platforms other than sleeper. Kind of that's, that's why I'm upset that, I need, that, that Antoine Winfield almost got to me. You know what I mean? Yep. Because that would have been nice right there. And I don't I, have any D, I don't have any I haven't cracked up any DBs yet. So neither have I. I, I have zero defensive linemen right now, and I got zero I, DBs. I was trying to trade in to get Buda Baker so bad. And I was like, because I started looking, I'm like, why is he still out there? And I started seeing like who's coming up that's not gonna pass on him, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like if you or like or who else probably wouldn't pass on him. Uh, I think mainly just you is the one I was trying to jump in front of. <laughs> when did Buda Baker go? He went in the uh, he went in the eleventh. So I mean, you would have had two shots to get him before me. Yeah, it was uh, it was crispy. David P. Man, he's he, uh, yeah. So it was right. It was right before right before it came back to me. Oh no, did I pass it? Which way was it going? Eleven. Yeah, it oh, was okay. going. It was going your was way. Going right. So he almost made it to me again. See, that's what fucked me up. Then I just threw it in the back burner. Like, all right, I'll wait. Then someone took Jesse Bates. I was like, ah. And I was like, I can't. I'm like, okay, Winfield's. You guys have got to stop revealing your strategies in the middle of a draft. It is bizarre. You need to stop doing it. What are you talking about? This is, Uh, I mean, everyone already knows. uh, Everyone knows my strategy pretty much. My strategy is to stay fluid, is to stay like water. You know, but. I mean, I, I can't hide the players that I like. I mean, we're we're doing this, you know, to yeah. provide content for people who may not know the IDP world. So, I mean, it, it sucks, but it is what it is. Because right, I, IDP I, does suck. <laughs> you wish, Ron. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what's funny is I am one of those guys now where it's like the people that try to talk shit about IDP, they're really just like they're just they just have never played it, or when they did, they didn't get it. You played with and a like, whack ass commissioner, like that's what it was. Now, because that's like the only way to play. Especially for Dynasty. I mean, it's crazy how many Dynasty leagues I get invited to that are offense only. And like, man, those shits are so boring. That's why they don't last more than two years because they're so fucking boring. They're so plain Jane. And the same teams are always going to win. With IDP, that shit is not the case. Like, it really does level the playing field. The same team is not going to win every year because they have josh allen or patrick mahomes or whoever the top qbs are it's not gonna happen not just because you have jonathan taylor you're not gonna win that championship bogey are you eating potato chips (laughs) no i'm eating hella candy (laughs) but now i'm going to sour patch kids right now do you realize you're doing it into your microphone (laughs) Uh uh-oh see and then you called them out and then right in the matrix yeah Mr. Grapefruit, what up, bro? That was, Happy yeah, that, was, that was the powers of the internet being like, stop that. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Happy holidays, fellas. Looking sharp. Hope you all have a Cheetos and Mountain Dew. Did on you standby. see uh Hess said send the link? I already did. Yep. Uh, he said he was uh, he said he was a few yeah. minutes away from the spot. There we go. So he's hopping on in a couple minutes. All right. 
No, I was talking about songs, Sam. Uh, that, that's what I was talking about when I said. But you guys, dude, I'm just saying actively in the middle of the draft, you shouldn't be about talking who you might get later in said draft. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say who I was going to get later. I mean, we've only talked about players that have been drafted. You're still not- who, do, who do we say that we were going to get later? Oh, I'm talking about songs coming. I'm talking about songs coming. You didn't put it up. Oh, that he has no that he has no DLs. I mean, yeah. everybody knows who everybody needs. If you don't have a like, I I, I go through every single team like uh, at least once a day to see who doesn't have what position that's drafting around me. So yeah, we all need DLs. We all need DBs. We all need linebackers. Just like we all need more running backs and wide receivers. So that's what's cool about this is like we have. Let me see how many different positions to actually choose from. One, two, three, uh, four, five, six. Six different positions that we're choosing from because I'm not including the flexes because way better than fucking just your random-ass offense-only leagues. Like, yeah, after the first couple rounds, huh, is someone going to pick a running back or a wide receiver? It's like literally one or the other. Maybe okay, you'll right. how, many, how many all-offensive leagues did you play in and love it before you discovered idp zero because the very first league that i played in was super flex with idp really i, like, I just thought it was the way that everybody 15 played. years ago yeah i just thought it was the way that everybody played <laughs> so like then as like social media starts getting bigger i'm like why you guys play with offense only like why do you play That's with like, uh, with baseball so I hate playing with individual pitchers instead of pitching staffs. It's just like what? so annoying. Oh my gosh. Uh-uh. You just told me a lot about you, Ron, right yeah. there. <laughs> oh my gosh. A pitching staff versus oh, a yeah. pitcher. Oh, it's great. What? <laughs> it's great. I don't feel like dealing with all the relief pitches and crap. Just I mean, like- see, like that's why you need like a guy like you. I feel like you should get in like a team offense league. Mix it with the team defense league, you know, because you could do that. You can have team offense. What up, Hess? What's going on, bro? And Song said, Ron, are you in any of the leagues that I'm in? No, he is not in any of these dynasty leagues because as of right now, he says he hates IDP. But uh, we're going to get him into something. What up? Yeah, that's a fatty Hess. You know what might be good? Maybe I'll take over like an orphan when you kick someone out or something, and then so I don't have to draft, and I'll just figure it out while I play. You know what? It's funny because uh, there's been there's one guy in one league that hasn't been responding to me or his friend who got him in there. So I do have an orphan team that's available. So you ask and you shall receive. I'll, I'll take some that. Pictures. Might be the best way to go to get me in one. Get a lottery. Yeah, where are you at, Hess? Where are you at over there? That's a big that's a big old joint. That's a fatty. <laughs> probably need some headphones. You probably can't hear us too well. Can you hear me, Hess? Nope. <laughs> okay. That's cool. Yeah, he looks cool. He, he's taking over the hat game. Yeah. He's always he's always rocking some dope hats. So yeah. Yeah, next week for the draft, I'm gonna have to have like I, I got my headphones that I'm going to have to take because I'm not going to be able to hear shit or, like, you know, anything if I don't have them. Oh, hold on. What up, Bogey? 
What up? Happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. I'm I'm over here enjoying some holiday candy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hold yeah, on. but uh, I, you you are going to get into an IDP league for sure, where you're going to be drafting IDP players. So this huge best ball tournament that I that I started last year. Last year was the very first season of it. Going to be doing it again this year. There was 120 teams in it last year. It's huge. It's going to get even bigger this year. This year I'm sprinkling in IDP, where you dra- um, where we have three IDP flex starters. Do you guys get in the Scott Fishbowl? I was in it last year, yeah. How many people are in that thing? Uh, there was like 2,000 in it. I, and I'm not going to lie, it was pretty boring. <laughs> I could imagine. I mean, that seems like it's hard. Like, okay, so you're 130. You're doing awesome, but, like, who cares? Yeah. And so, yeah, really what it is is uh, you have your individual uh, divisions. And then oh, you have okay. your conferences within those divisions. And now, and you telling Ron, Ron's afraid of everything. No, he's just afraid of anything. I'm just setting my ways. I'm not afraid and, of anything. <laughs> all right, so Bogart, did you did you hear it? Ron said he's going to take over an orphan team that has oh, IDP. And I actually have an orphan team right now. And I have Are they good? Are you going to give me a shitty team? Well, I mean, it's not the best, but, I mean, it's definitely not the worst. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go see if I can get me some headphones that work. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. Yeah, I knew you couldn't hear it. It's too, uh, probably too loud being outside. But, yeah, so I, I was saying, Bogey, when I go to the draft, I got my headphones on that I'll be able to uh, to use, so I'll be able to hear. Because, uh, yeah, boots on the ground is going to be really dope. At the yeah. You have to have the headphones to cut out the sound. They, like, they, like, like. Um, yeah, the Beats by Dre. I got them. The noise cancel, the noise canceling headphones. Yep. And Song said, "Hell yeah, live drafts are fun as hell." And you know what, man? In in August, we are gonna have a, at least one live draft in Vegas. I don't know exactly what we're gonna be doing. I don't know where it's gonna be, but we're we're gonna have at least one live draft in uh, in Vegas this August. I'm excited. And I'm August. We got I might be able to make that trip. Uh-uh. Oh yeah, that should be real close for you. Just mm-hmm. uh, a super short, uh, a super short. What's it called? Flight away. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why. I'll get a room. You know what I mean? I got rooms, no problem. And like I, bring, I can bring my lady. So then, you know, and then in the meantime, I'll tell my brother-in-law too because. As long as my girl's sister or somebody else is going, then they can do whatever the fuck they're going to do, and we just go do Vegas things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fantasy football Vegas things. Yeah. Yeah, there's a convention coming up uh, pretty soon here also. Is it June? There's a there's a convention mm-hmm. in June in Vegas, and then they got the expo in uh, in August. The home, I, uh, I, I want to say my home – shout out to the homie 7 o'clock, man. He's involved in that one in June, I think. Well, you should link me and him. Mm-hmm. I'm finna. He's out here in Sac. Well, not here in Sac, but he's out there in Sac. And um, when I was out there Saturday, we were all trying to figure out 
because I, I was going to go to Guccini's lab. You know what I'm saying? But like immediately after, after you know, I handled business out there, I just started getting tired. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Peace out, Song. Peace out. Yeah, he got uh, just in time to uh, to get his pick in before he had to like get back it. to work. Who did, who did he grab? Kenny Moore. That's right, that's right. And Kenny Moore killed it, like, because uh, cornerbacks, I mean, they don't really get over 100 tackles, like, in a season. Like, usually mm-hmm. not. And uh, he topped that. Eberflus was creative. Matt Eberflus? Uh-huh. Uh, he was creative. Yeah, and I mean, all that, uh, just, I mean, all the pressure that they had up front, you mm-hmm. know, um, Buckner and Leonard and Okariki and yeah, I mean, yeah. The safeties are fire too. Like, I mean, you can't avoid everyone. Who do they got? They got Black Justin Blackman. Oh no, my bad. That was a wrestler. <laughs> I think Justin Blackman's a DB. Oh, yeah, that was the name. Almost every wrestler played football in high school. <laughs> no, but you remember the wrestler I'm talking about? The guy who had the Kimbo sticks. No, oh, that's Steve. Blackman. That's Steve Blackman. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was right. It was Justin Blackman. Oh, yeah, and they signed Rodney McLeod. I mean, that was good. Oh, Julian Blackman, that's what You, it you is. keep bringing yeah. up Rodney McLeod. Like, that's like a real great sign. <laughs> I mean, it, it, they just need someone solid there who can who can uh, be the last line of defense, like a, ta- a tackle guy. Like, they don't really need that position to do much. That was that, that was one of their weak spots. So, that's all I'm saying is he's an upgrade from uh, whatever they had last year. Yeah. He has a good eye for the ball, but like he gets beat constantly. We shall see. I fuck with um with Honey Badger, man. He ain't even found nowhere yet, huh? No. He's trying to get the most money he can. He knows this is his last contract. Yeah. I mean, what is he 30, 31, 32, something like that? No, not even, man. What? He's like 29. Look this up. Right, but he'll want a like six year contract or something. But then no one finishes their contracts. So. Let's see. Or five at least he'll want. He's turned 30 this year. Okay, so he's 29. Okay. Yeah, he's 29. Now you're eating the candy in front of the kid. That's just mean. <laughs> uh, silly white boy, check out my pending trade in our league and let me know. Uh, how bad it is when you get a minute. <laughs> All right, I got you. And then uh, I'm getting you the, the the extra entry into the Buda Baker, um, the Buda Baker signed jersey giveaway. I want to see this trade they made. All right, so this was uh, yeah, and Devin's in the first dynasty league that I ever created. So this is going back to 2019, and. Uh, and uh, the 10 team, 10 team league. All right, let's see here. <laughs> it's one of those trades that I would never really make. All right, okay, so silly white boy receives uh, Deshaun Watson, Robbie Anderson, a 2022 uh, third, and a 2023 third. Now the other team receives AJ Dillon, a 2022 second, 206, 
a 2022 uh, fourth, 2023 first and second and fourth. Wow. Oh, dang. And I didn't even see this one. And a 2022 first, the 101. No. Here's the thing. I, I was going to say he, he wins this just getting the QB. But but get one 101. Like, yeah, give, you didn't have to give him 101. Let alone, on top of that, 2023, everyone says it's like the baddest motherfucking class ever. You know what I mean? Yep. I think it's a lot to get Watson, but if you don't have two QBs in this league, you cannot compete. How many QB, What does he have as QB? Uh, let me see. I mean, the 101 is a pretty valuable pick. He's got Derek Carr and Sam Darnold. And, okay, so he needs to do that. Baker, yeah, Sam, needs, yeah. yeah. All right, fine. Why you take? Why are you taking like Robbie Anderson? Robbie Anderson's good. No, he's not. <laughs> he wasn't good last year. That's for sure. <laughs> See, here's the thing. He had a good season. <laughs> he had several good seasons. First of all, he was like, always like the X deep threat, and yeah, he had he games. Never had a good QB throwing him the ball. Is he? Yeah. He's a good player. That's all I said. Yeah, I mean, he yeah, dropped no, no, a lot no, no. of balls this year. Hold like, on. a lot of hey, balls. You be, speaking, you be speaking like you're the all-knowing, almighty and shit, and you like how I never shut you down several times already. He's like, no, you're not. I'm like, okay. No, he's not. Okay. You're right. He had to Based on what? Based on what? He, he, Based on he kept dropping shit last sucks, year. Right? He got, like, 13 oh, targets a game and, and, and averaged, like, 25 yards. You represent... The entirety of what you're the epitome of recency bias. What? Yeah. Dude. Like I bet you you're you like you will chase last year's number ones all day. You would. I'm speaking Antonio in certainty. Antonio said, "I feel bad for Anderson. Nope. Leaves uh, New York to get away from Darnold, then follows him to Carolina. Exactly. I mean, he only had little spurts, and I, I swear, like most of them was with Luke McCown." When he was uh, when he was over there too, Josh and, uh, McCown. Josh McCown. There you go. Yeah, and then, older brother. But see, hold on. He did it with. See, man, he did it. In, you, you can go back to 2016 when he was a rookie. He was flashing all over the place. You know what I mean? In the fantasy playoffs that year, he went crazy for people. Yeah, I remember it was a Saturday night game uh, against um against the Dolphins, bro. And he had Bryce Petty or one of them motherfuckers, Christian Ponder. It was one of them sorry ass motherfuckers throwing him the ball, bro. You know what I mean? Hey, listen, Robbie Anderson, all I'm saying is he had it bad. You know what I mean? If Watson was there, you know how – you know, remember that Watson was one of those – like, was one of the rumors he was going to get traded there? You know how people would be going crazy over Robbie Anderson right now? You probably would. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anthony said, what up, Stoneville, USA? And then he says, Debo, no. <laughs> we talked about that at the beginning of the show. Yeah, we we got to see what happens. He's, he's taking his ball and he's going home. It's a big stand, big standstill, man. Screw you yeah. guys, I'm going home. That's what but see, here's said. the thing, though. This is how they all conduct themselves now. This is like normal now. First, it's first they off, know. phase one, remove all uh, existing pictures of team that you're currently on. Phase two, this could even be what their agents 
are uh, uh, advising the dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's time to get paid. You're right. It's time to get paid. You're fucking Debo, man. You are this entire office. You're fucking right. You know what? You're a wide receiver and you're running back. You're a wide back. You're fucking right. You know what I mean? What, what was the constant between uh, what Spacula, those wide receivers that he said earlier, Debo, AJ Brown, DK, you know, they're the, all, uh, they're all from the same class and they're all one year. They're all on their, like, yeah. their last year. They're, they were all drafted in 2019. You yeah. know what I mean? Which is when you're supposed to extend people. Like they're not asking for it at an odd yeah, time. But, see, but here's the, here's where it becomes a problem though, bruh, is the salary cap went up and then, and, and and it was all started with DeAndre Hopkins because before the salary cap went up, he was the one guy that was getting paid like eight eight million more than everyone else for some reason. It was yeah. because Arizona decided to extend him and, and front load his shit. So his average for the first two years in Arizona was twenty seven million, while the next guy was like Michael Thomas getting like twenty one. You know what yeah, I mean? Twenty. I'm just saying. No, then the salary cap goes up and everybody's like, "Yep, it's time to reset the market." And now this entire class, those three names that you just that, that, that you just read, those three motherfuckers are like, yep, I'm trying to get that. They're trying to get into like, you know, the fourth, fifth, sixth highest paid range. You know what I mean? They're not trying to reset the market, but they it's already reset. They're trying to get up there into like that fourth, fifth, sixth highest paid of that position. You know what I mean? So here's what the NFL needs to turn into. It needs to turn into like soccer. And a lot of a lot of soccer teams are owned by like I mean at least they were back in the day owned by a lot of these drug kingpins and they were just throwing all their money, you know, at these players trying to get the best players that they can. All these billionaires, I mean, you got the money, 16 billion I mean shit, it was a 16 billion dollar industry like years and years ago. It's probably getting closer to 20 billion a year now. Hey, but this is what this is what they did. You know, it, it, it's fucking Jerry Jones, bro. Jerry Jones, they were like, nope, we got to put a cap on this motherfucker. You know what I mean? No, Jerry Jones was one of the people who wanted the cap to happen because For he real? knew. Because, yeah, because his money, wasn't, luxury tax. his money wasn't that deep back then. Mm. That was before he had mm. the, the Buku Jerry world. I mean, oh, was, I didn't even know that. He's a okay, millionaire. Man, still fuck him. He's a millionaire upon millionaire, probably a billionaire even when he, I mean, close to billionaire when he bought the Cowboys, but Cowboys is what turned him into a, you know, billionaire Jerry. Yeah, yeah he him. bought the team for what, like uh, 50 something mil or some shit like that? Being about, there weren't really big money in football yet outside of the, 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 the television contracts probably, you know what I mean? Yeah, 140 mil. That's what he paid for the Cowboys in 1989. He's sitting on 140 M's. That's probably like sitting on like a half a billion. Look at what uh, now Jeffrey Lurie paid for the Eagles and what it's worth now. What'd you say? What was the owner? What, Jeffrey Lurie paid for the Eagles. He got a deal and a half on the Eagles and then turned it into like a mega franchise. Uh, I don't know, $7? I don't know. I don't know the answer. Uh, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 200 million. Oh, this last no, no, no. Hold on. I'm gonna say 60 million. Well, I mean, when when did he act? When did he buy it? Yeah, because if he bought it, like, oh yeah, it was a while ago. Like 2000. No, even before that, 90. When you said a while ago, I think you were gonna say like. 60s. Oh, no. Hold on. Now. 
I'm gonna say I'm gonna say nineties. Nineties. Uh, I'm gonna say two hundred million. Where the hell? It's worth like at least five times what he bought it for. for Jerry Jones, it came mm-hmm. up like just like right off the bat, like it was the first thing that popped <laughs> up. I didn't even have to click on anything. For this, it's making me click and shit. Jerry Laurie's not like a news. No one gives a shit about him. He's never in the news for anything. <laughs> he ain't no one gives a fuck about him, bro. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I I didn't even know who he was until you said the name a couple times. I was like, oh, that's the owner. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I know, like, the Eagles weren't worth a lot, and then now they're, like, always, like, top three in, like, the value tree. And, uh, like, Lori did it all because he was the one. He, like, handpicked Andy Reid and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anthony said, I think Debo is going to Tampa. I don't think so. I don't know if they, yeah, don't think so they don't have the money to pay him. No. Nope. He's not going to Tampa. And yeah. Tino and I, said, "Stay out of the NFC, Debo." <laughs> it, but see, that's 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 the ideology. When I can see trade. Patriots trying to get Debo. I just don't know if they will. But no, they're not going to pay Debo. Yeah, that's the thing. They don't like, like anyone. The, look, it sucks, but it's if there's a team because I'm saying if because yeah. here's the thing, man. They wanted to pay him, right? But he they don't want to give him what he wants. And then he refuses to sit down and negotiate. And they shouldn't because he's injury prone and they have other wide receivers behind him. They should give him his value. Not Everybody knows this. Everybody knows this. It ain't like it's a secret. That's why he's trying to get paid. Yeah, there you go, Anthony. I, I heard the tech. I heard uh, Texans also interested, and it's because who the fuck are the Texans paying? <laughs> they got Brandon Smith's contract. They got no other contract. So yeah, they, they for sure got the money to pay someone. And those are the teams that have to buy players by overpaying them because nobody's gonna want to okay, fucking no go there. And Texans, think about this. All right, New York. I mean, next to California, probably one of the highest tax like states. You know, out Texas there. Texas got none. Texas zero state income tax. That's a lot of extra bread you're going to be able to keep. Florida doesn't either. Right, those are the two, and then uh, at least the two that I know of offhand. And Tino said 49er wide receiver after Debo is uh, is step. Bogey, you're going to get diabetes. Stop eating candy. (laughs) Hey yo, hold on. Now he's wishing diabetes on me. Hey, listen, man. No, I'm warning you. I'm protecting you. You got to stop eating the candy. Hold on, hold on. I want you to realize this. You're the mom of the show. Every time he's on, he's the mom, bro. I just figured that out. I'm like, hold on, mom. I like that. You know, so Nevada has no no state uh, income tax. I like that. Just moved to Vegas. About to save more of my money. I like it. Give me all of it. Yeah, man. yeah. Anthony said, no like, QB, no the, team. the Jets or the Texans. I beg to differ. I mean, Bogey, what, what do you think about Judge uh, Davis Mills Lane? What would he do if he had Debo and Brandon Cooks over there? It's totally different systems. Yeah. That's why I say the Jets is because he'll be able to walk in day one. Who's to say Pep Hamilton over there is going to be like, uh, we won't use him out of the backfield all that crazy. Maybe like once or twice versus like he's getting eight to 12 attempts out of the backfield. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's to say? I mean, unless you you trade for him and you extend him, maybe one of the four-year extensions, but only the first two years are guaranteed. 
and he'll probably get like that's where he can get what he wants. He'll probably get like twenty six million, and it'd be like fifty million guaranteed. Yeah. You know all right, don't forget, everyone, very, very shortly, we're going to be doing the Buda Baker uh, signed jersey giveaway. If you want those extra entries, the way that you get more entries, send money via Cash App, Apple Pay, or uh, hit me up on Facebook Messenger as well. If you need one of the links, just let me know. And if you send money right now, also uh, let me know so I can get the... I can get the entries added. I got the big list already created. It's all the people in Patreon. Uh, don't forget, you some extra entries there. Just go get up, signed up on Patreon for the very first time. Patreon.com slash FFHustler420. Get into a Dynasty League. We got another Dynasty League about to start here in a couple weeks. And, uh, yeah, we got a whole bunch of stuff going on there, off season and in the regular season. So go get on it right now. Got about 20 minutes before we do the giveaway and uh, get out of here. And, of course, it's an ID player. Yeah, because there's a whole other side of fantasy that you're too scared to explore. So you wouldn't know how awesome Buddha Baker is. Come on, man. And you're smoking Buddha. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> I'm trying to look out for you. <laughs> We're having all the fun over here. Were you oh, all kind up, of candy? Are you the dad of the group? <laughs> no, hell no. I'm more like I'm the cool uncle. But yeah, seriously, Ron, you're gonna love it after you get into it. I, I just it's Hess, is the, Hess is the one who uh, who kind of explained it best. It is learning a new language or a you know a, a different version of a language. So I understand that part, but like literally, like right now, you're like. Should you guys even be giving out your strategies like mid-draft? Like we're literally helping people, you know, so they don't fuck up their dynasty teams, you know, because I mean the guys in this draft, everyone in this league that we're in right now, they're all in other leagues. But there's leagues where like last year, Antonio, for example, never played in an IDP league before ever. And like, dominated. <laughs> how would I be, you know, like keeping all the secrets like away from him? You know, like just like players' names and shit like that. It's the mock drafts. That that's what really does it because everyone could go back and look at our mock drafts, and you can already determine some value. Just I, I was players. really just joking around. No, 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 no. I don't take that as a joke. No, yeah, I don't think it's a joke, mom. Everyone <laughs> hates on IDP, so like, I oh no, no, it. not about that. I mean, about giving out your strategy. I was joking about giving out your strategy. Oh, I, was, yeah. I was like, but no, no, I do think IDP is not necessary. <laughs> hey, I like fucking with Ron. Ron's a little funny, dude. I'm not scared of it, though. I'm not. Oh, I, unless you're in the league, you're scared of it. That, that's just what he's it means shaking in his boots. I really like it. Took me so long to agree to play PPR instead of standard because I was like, that's not the game. Oh my god, it explains it all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he gives too much value to pass-catching running bags. <laughs> this guy wanted everything to be left. And you know what's funny is every time someone says they're against IDP, I ask them how long they've been playing. And if they're, they're like, oh, I'm one of those old-school guys from the 80s or 90s. I'm like, were you one of those guys who was bitching about PPR back then as well? <laughs> yeah. Why would you give wide receivers so much value? I'm used to it now, but I still prefer half PPR because it's it's more balanced. 
It just makes it more Man, fun. Last year, Man, you're so scary. <laughs> Last year I played, or two years ago, I played one PPR, one half PPR, one standard. Hell yeah, Anthony, oh. Uncle Buck. He said, I'm going to sign up and whoop that ass soon. I just need to get my priorities straight first, but I'm going to try this year. I'll hit you up, Huss. Well, everyone, I talked about it a little bit ago. So I, um, I can't remember, uh, Anthony, if you were in the uh, the big best ball tournament that I did last year. It was uh, it was a $20 buy-in, and I was like 120 teams in it. Uh, top 10 took home like $1,000 in a ring. And uh, we're going to do it again this year, but I'm mixing in IDP. So, like, the Scott Fishbowl, like, uh, it was funny. Ron brought that up because, like, that's what I aspire this to, like, turn out to be. You know, even though it's best ball, it's like a big draft, you know, or just a big crazy bunch of drafts that get us ready, you know, for the redraft season. And Scott Fish will never add IDP. He just said there will be, like, so much, like, non-interest that he would never do it. So we're going to do it this year. And we're going to ease people in. We're going to make them dip their toe just in. And uh, $20 league, $30 league, you know, something like that. But um, a crazy big-ass tournament. And uh, it's going to be awesome. So, Ron, I know you're definitely getting in that. So, you're going to have to draft an IDP player or two. You should draft at least three because we're going to have three starters. (laughs) He's not going to do it. (laughs) I bet $20 he does it. Yeah, and David P says defense is where it's at. And uh, these uh, dynasty leagues that you got in, David, are they the first uh, leagues that you got in with IDP? And Anthony said, I like kickers and special teams, but I can play. <laughs> yeah, I hate kickers. I really yeah, I don't, don't like I really don't like I, I don't mind special teams because that can really be strategic, but like I don't mind streaming defense, but I hate kickers. Oh, how can, how can the special teams be strategic? What do you mean? You stream defense as you play the other team they're playing, not the defense themselves. I know, but how? Where's the strategy in that? Picking the right defense. What do you mean? Where's the strategy? Yeah, like, well, like I think oh, it's because uh, you said. Spe- I think it's because you said special teams, not defense. Yeah, you said special teams. I didn't. The person on the chat thing said. <laughs> I'm just saying. This is team. This is why to hell with the team defenses and all that shit. Yeah, get rid why? of it. I mean, it's stupid. What's it's wrong with that? Because that is where luck – that is the definition of luck. No, it isn't. Streaming yeah, defenses is difficult. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Dynasty leagues, you can't stream any position really because right, all the yeah, players that's true. are taken. That is so, true. For for a dynasty, I think it's just stupid as hell because what everyone's gonna be draft true. like everyone's uh, I, draft like three okay. defenses, you know, is what I assume. You that know, makes just sense. I, I, I never – even, even when it comes to um, team defenses – I'm streaming those motherfuckers half the time. You know what I mean? And and teams are, because that's when we're talking redraft. Yeah, totally different from year to year too. But yeah, so but dynasty. Really I can see not doing it. In okay. Dynasty. Yeah. All right. How about this? You like even for dynasty, car- well, hold on, Bogey, because even for dynasty tight ends for redraft, that's one of those positions you have to stream. In my leagues, mm-hmm. I make it optional to play a tight end, but if you play a tight end, you get extra. You get an extra half a point. Uh, per reception for playing the tight end if you decide to play one. But it's because it's one of those positions. If you don't have one of the top couple, you're streaming. So mm-hmm. now it just adds a level to the strategy. You want to rock with tight ends or do you want to avoid it altogether? Right. Do you want to pay up 
for a tight end that's going to, you know, be a top tier wide receiver also because they get these extra points, you know, per reception or extra half a point. So that's what makes it different is dynasty versus redraft. Like there's no streaming like at all. Right. Yeah. Like when I'm, when I'm playing redraft, bro, that's like the true definition of like, I'm however this draft is going to go for me. I'm going to, I'm just probably going to mold my draft. But at the same time, like if I'm like top three in a super draft, re, like a redraft uh, super flex league, I'm, I'm never not going kill quarterback. Like it's just like, it's stupid. You know what I mean? Same thing in a dynasty league. Like you have to secure your QBs. You could be fucked for years. Like, so let alone why, you know, and, and I do it as in redraft. So, you know, for damn show I'm doing that in, in, a, in a dynasty startup. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Antonio said, team defense, whoever plays the Jets. Yeah, that was the that right, was exactly. streaming move last year. Yeah, but, see, but everyone else is doing that too. So you have to be strategic about it. Where do you put them in in your waiver priorities? Who do you play? Do you keep certain uh, people like the Patriots keep, Dallas? You keep trying to make it Bills? so complex. It's the most rudimentary style. Of the, well, well, here's well, here's the thing, and let me just tell you this from a from a viewership standpoint. Though the 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 the, the streaming defenses that I would do because I kind of stopped doing like you know um like start wide receiver and all that. Yeah. Those those videos had the most views <laughs> out of everything. So there's a shit ton of people who are uh, really who maybe you should listen to your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say there's a shit ton of runs out there that are and there's, not, there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm awesome. <laughs> there's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just because Listen, we play. We're degenerates, man. So, like, you know, like you're like a, you're this tier, if, if, in that sense. Because when you get up here to the next tier, there's a whole different, there's a whole another world, uh, and and all these motherfuckers is cutthroat as fuck. And you said strategic, a waiver wire stuff. Sometimes that's just not in your control. How is it strategic? Or who you're claiming the waiver? Your waivers that what did you have a rolling waiver or did you have? There's too many other variables where it's like you, same strategy. It's all luck when you play in the in the simplified leagues. When you get in, into the more intricate style of like hustler leagues, there's no luck. You know what I mean? There's no luck. All right. Yeah, the luck and, is the luck is your players not getting hurt. That's about the most yeah, luck. That is the luck that that you can really have. But uh, I feel like all these crazy ass leagues, like they're they're getting more and more out there. Like people want to play in vampire leagues now. People want to play in guillotine. You know, leagues now. People want to do the auction style drafts. That's because everyone's getting bored with these standard ass fucking leagues uh, that they're playing. I don't know if I want to do the auction draft. That, that just seems like if someone doesn't understand it, they're gonna you're gonna have like three teams that are just appallingly bad because they don't understand how to auction. That's their fault. Yeah, but it, but it's redraft. I know, but so it's who cares? Sucks to have them in your league. Don't be in leagues with those guys. It's redraft, so who cares? But that also comes down to, I mean, for guys like me, I mean, I'm providing content. I mean, I provide content to, like, people that are in leagues with me, you know, like, sometimes. Sometimes they can just go watch my videos. But there's a whole bunch of shit out there on YouTube. So everybody could figure out anything with any style of league if you search hard enough on YouTube. There's just not a lot of IDP. I mean, that's why it's, like, IDP army, like, me. Uh, IDP guys, and then like there IDP isn't a lot of IDP, that's true. Yeah, so I mean, but it's one <laughs> I always ask, like if there's someone who's like a huge, huge analyst, I always ask them IDP questions to make them sound stupid. 
like when they answer. <laughs> because yeah. they are on TV, so they have to study. So they're not going to waste their time on stuff that people aren't going to ask them on TV. Like, you know, like, not TV, whatever, whatever this is. It's because they don't. down to. Is this a it's job because or is this at, a lifestyle listen. of loving football? Hey, you still have to know the other team's defense to know what your offensive players are going to go against. Damn right. Yeah, you have to. You know, I love the world that Ron lives in where everything is right and everything's like works that correctly. The funny thing is, you are the one who acts like that. (laughs) No, I live in No one's exaggerating anything but you. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm saying my opinion. You're being like, oh, but he thinks everything's right, but I'm right. <laughs> no, man, it's the uh, it's the Terrence Howard, you know, the get rich or die trying. It's, uh, you know, I'm wrong, but even if I'm right, I could have been wrong. So I'm really right. Yeah, am I on the Matrix? Uh, a little bit. And uh, Anthony said, IDP, I can see why it's fun because it goes by player, more players to pick when free agents are scarce. Hell yeah. And just think about that. Everything with IDP, all it does is make the offensive player pool seem a little bit bigger. In the drafts, you're getting wide receivers way later than you would in non-IDP drafts. In your free agents, people have to pick whatever player is the top player on free agency. It may be offense. It may be defense. So if you're an offensive guy, you're probably going to have a more offensive stacked uh, team just for that reason. And David P said, just watch out for the shit trades. That's for sure. And Anthony said, got to fill the league, though, too. People don't even play uh, the whole season. People not as into it as much and just play on Sunday. Yeah, that's for sure. And that's going to, I mean, if you're in a hustler league, like you're a degenerate, like you're addicted to this. So that's like never going to come up. But that's why I like doing the best ball tournament. Versus like the Scott Fishbowl, like Scott Fishbowl, everyone is playing like, you know, every single week. And I could tell there was weeks that people just didn't set their lineups and shit like that. Some people got bullshit wins, you know, so it happens. You got 2000 players like it's, it's going to happen. But yeah, that, that's why people do redraft and uh, and not dynasty more often than not, because you can kick people out of leagues like real easy in a redraft league. You know, you just don't invite them the next year. Yeah, dynasty is rough when people stop playing. But, you know, like that's my fear of like trying to start one without knowing the people that I'm starting one with. Yeah, and seeing for me, I mean, okay, like the like the fantasy footballers. I mean, you know, they're, they're the biggest, you know, in the game. And to get into like their Foot Clan league, you have to join up. You know, go to uh, FootClanLeagues.com or whatever the fuck. You know, right. their, uh, their thing is uh, same thing for me. If you're going to get a, in a dynasty league and I'm going to do it for a lot of the redraft leagues too, certain ones where you have to be in the, in the community, you know, the 420. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, I want to know that people are committed to this too. And like, hey, you know what? Hold on. I want to go back to what, like, you know, what, uh, what Ron was saying about your opinion it's cool to have your opinion but when you speak these things on idp and you've never attempted it because you're scary as fuck by the way but you never attempted it how uh, your opinion your opinion doesn't mean anything to me you know what i mean because you're like downplaying some you wanted to keep everything standard like that's you're that guy (laughs) you know what i mean you're saying your opinion is right yeah. No, he's saying he just doesn't put too much. Too yeah, that's much okay. You don't have to your opinion. And I don't no, take I'm, offense I'm to you not caring. 
about my opinion. It doesn't bother me in the least. All right, and Anthony said, why isn't anyone smoking? All right. I smoked when he said that. 10 minutes or 20 minutes. Time to smoke. No, no, you know, you know, no, because you keep getting saved by me going to the Matrix. Right when he says, right yeah. when he says one of them snarky ass mother comments. You know what I mean? That's right. Because someone's on my side, because they know. <laughs> I got yeah, people. I got argument. people. <laughs> oh my God, that's your argument. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, the best ball tournament, it's going to have IDP in it. I do a lot of the 2QB uh, or the 2QB plus Superflex League. We've never had IDP in there. We're going to have it in there now. Uh, for the Vampire League, we've never had IDP in there. We're going to have IDP in there now. And uh, it's going to get real, real crazy. It's going to get crazy. And, yeah, Ron, you better step up your game and get into some of these crazy-ass leagues with us. <laughs> I'm less degenerate. I'm more of a <laughs> hobby. I've been playing with the same people for a long time. Uh, but how many times you win it? I gotta expand. I, 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 how many times you win that thing? A lot. Oh, how many times you win that thing? I'm curious. Uh, I've I've won. How many championships have I won? Yeah, Five. You, play, you say you play with the same guys all the time. How many times you beat them? Well, I've won. I've I've come in fifth, first, fifth, five times, uh, first or second five times, and third five times out of twenty-three teams. So you're one. So you 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 got to the promised land and took it home one time. No, five times. Five times. Yeah. So I would expect that because it's the same group. You know what I mean? I would expect that. Because you're with the same group. You should know these guys. You should be able to destroy them. Yeah, but they've been the playing group. with me for yeah. years. So, no, no, I'm just, I'm just learning because it makes sense. Like, you're, you're, you can't go outside of this bubble. You like being good in this one league. So you could talk to people like well, no, you it's, know it's two, it's you know two leagues. Hold on. But, it's two leagues. Right. I'm sorry. I'll correct myself. But you're good in these two leagues. So you talk to people like us and you're like, oh, I know this, that, that. I don't hear all that. Because uh, you're only playing those two leagues. And I'm glad you said you won it a total of five times out of the two leagues. Because if you only told me one time, I'd be like, yo, you'll never survive in any well, other state. What I said was five times, came in second five times, came leagues. in third five times out of 23 teams. But okay. I believe you because white people, teams, white people categorize everything. So I believe you because they, they, they know how to, they, they don't ever forget the catalog. You know what I mean? They just two shots, Jaeger, three bong rips. Like, I know for sure. You can't, when you tell me all those times, but see, here's the thing. Here's yeah, the thing. why would I lie? Those <laughs> leagues, listen, you better dominate those leagues because that's the only leagues you're, you're, that you're willing to play in because you can't come into these leagues. I, I'm telling you that now. You're not ready for these ones. You're not. Well, we're still making him jump in, so you yeah, know. Yeah, but I'm saying though, he's not ready. <laughs> All right, and uh, and and, and uh, Uncle Buck, he said, let's talk about the first time that we got high or the highest that we've ever been. All right, I'll tell you the two times that I have. Uh, so the first time I ever got high, it was uh, freshman year, Halloween. That's two thousand, and. Uh, yeah, it was a guy we got we got the weed from. His name was Bud Green, and that's really what it said on his ID, Bud Green, and uh, or, or he had a fake ID that said Bud Green on it that looked exactly like the real thing. Well, and then, if you name uh, your kid Bud Green, you're really asking for that career. 
Yeah, I mean, it just it is what it is. And uh, Bud Green is a legend. <laughs> and the highest that we've ever been. All right, so one time where I like literally almost passed the fuck out after <laughs> I took a hit. I was uh, I was taking a dab, fat ass dab hit, and uh, the table that uh, the dab rig was on it was probably like waist high, so I had to like bend over like halfway, and I hit it, and I I, I stood up as I was hitting it, and it was like I took a gravity hit, like a gravity dab hit, because I pulled up, like man, I felt like all my le- my legs were going weak, like I literally couldn't see. It was the craziest thing ever. I'd lost like all sense of balance. And like, I felt like I was like about to go down like a boxer about to go down in the 12th round. And I touched the table that like the dab rig was on. It was like, is when I touched it, it was like, I got my sense of balance back. I could see and everything. It was the craziest, craziest fucking thing ever. And uh, yeah, everyone was just looking at me and they were like, are you all right? <laughs> I was he like, goes, I and then he goes, now. then he goes, pack that shit again. <laughs> <laughs> Pack that shit again, bud. But yeah, those were those were two times in my life. First time and the, the highest I think I've ever been. Mm-hmm. At least it was one hit. How much I, can you guys say that you've ever smoked at like a concert or like anything like that? Have you ever brought like an ounce and blew through it at like a concert or anything like that? Senior week, I smoked a lot of weed. Okay. But the the most high, like the first time I was ever like truly, truly, truly high, like where I understood that that level existed. <laughs> like I've been high before, but like like the time I was like, you know, like you got that Cali bud for sure. Or like, uh, well, we would get everything in drum circles from hippies. So who knows? They, I think most of them grew it in their backyards. But that that's what's crazy is me hearing people say like, oh, I don't even know if I got high. Like the first time I get, it's just different in Cali because like, yeah, I got the shit from Bud Green and Bud Green had that, that straight. Like I will say Philly weed is not great. Usually we have to get it from Connecticut or New York and I bring it down. Everywhere, not California is not good. weed. You go back 20 years, you go back to the nineties and shit like that. Like maybe now, you know, this California weed is circulating around. uh, And seeds are all feminized and so easy to get now. Everyone yeah. can like grow it in their basements and shit. Yeah. And they make those like zip up closets to contain the smell. Like if you ain't drying it out, you can get away with it. So you just have to like dry it somewhere else or like somehow find a reason why your house smells like weed for a week. Yeah, but you can get those charcoal filters easily. Come on. You don't know yeah. what you're talking about again. <laughs> uh, Uncle Buck says for the first first time I got high, I seen uh murder of uh, of crows at least 500 flying and uh and making tracers what the fuck you know bogey you can tell a lot about a guy the way he treats his mother <laughs> you ain't my mother mom and anthony said you were dehydrated husband maybe maybe you yeah, know what so listen i had a similar story like that bro it was uh it's like all everything rushed to my head. All I could see was white. I lost my whole equilibrium, everything, bro. Like it, it was right after I hit a dab, and I was just like, oh, but I mean, it was a summer day. Who knows? You know what I mean? I just remember it being hell summer, and I just crouched down to my knees and I was holding on to the ground. I was like, whoa. And I was like, that's not I was like, that's not normal. But see, that there's there's definitely other things going on in the body when that happens, you know what I mean? Yeah. That good dad's not supposed to do that, you know what I mean? No. My dad always tells this story of how uh, we were like all the way in like South 
like San Diego um, cleaning pools and stuff like that. Just like, you know, more, more towards like the South of the, uh, of the County. And then we like drive all the way to North County and we're just like smoking the entire time. I'm just packing, I'm just packing bowls while he's driving. And um, we go up to my friend who had like the dab spot and uh, we get to his place and actually it wasn't North San Diego. It was like by the beach, like La Jolla, the fancy part of uh, San Diego. And uh, we go in there and we're just taking like dab after dab. And uh, I just go along my way, you know, I forget what happened, but uh, we rode together and I, I, I rode separately home. He had to like stay at the beach and like go walk around for like two hours and shit. He's like felt way too high and like there's no way that he was driving, he said. I've been around people like that. They get high, they cannot drive. It's like, whoa. Like, I drive better when I'm alive. I was going to say, most people get laser, I mean, man. You're supposed to lock in. That's just, it's like an extra. It's like an extra sensory perception when you're on when you're on on weed. You feel me? Like yeah, motherfuckers play video games better. Motherfuckers they fuck better. Fucking whatever your craft is, you do it better. It's, yep. Weed is a real, especially when you got good weed. Maybe it's because like motherfuckers just don't be having a good bro. Like I be forgetting like sometimes that like you know what I'm saying we're just been spoiled out here out west. You know what I mean? Like way spoiled. All right, because so- like. Because it's not like people can't acquire it nowadays if you're elsewhere, but it's dummy expensive if you're elsewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's pretty expensive there, too. If you go to the dispensary. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because, I mean, even even locally, you ain't you ain't lying because, like, motherfuckers is charging local tax for everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're paying local tax on top of a state tax on top of a motherfucking uh, uh, whatever. There's, like, like, four different fees you have to pay. Like, uh, PA has medical and jerseys for uh, everything now. And, like, you can't go to dispensaries because it's you wind up paying, like, three times the price of the street because, like. But people are going to uh, do it because people will do it because of the convenience, though. That's the thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. it's, like, not all, like, you can re- get the exact thing you want. Re- not everyone's a reliable drug dealer everywhere all over the world to like mm-hmm. every single person. Like that's the thing that brings people like uh, back, you know. Yeah, dude, I was yeah. Like, hey, I bet you hey, okay, Ronald, when you when you were growing up, right? When you hit your weed man up, you don't go be like, Hey, what you got on deck? And he no, he don't ask that. You see, I want a 20 sack or I want this, yeah, it is. because you're just gonna buy whatever he got. And what they didn't even know the name of stuff, like they, that idea yeah, didn't you know even like we didn't even have we, that. We didn't grow up like that. We they just called everything had. exotic or kind, bud. They just like everything was. Yeah. Just, it was level, but they, like you had like you had like swag, which I wouldn't mess with. But then you had like you had like midi, which was like gross. Uh, and then you had like a middle ground, like beast. And then you had like what they would call like dank, exotic, kind, bud, kind of thing. <laughs> but you didn't have like specific strains or anything. They just you know you got whatever they had that time. You know, it was different. Yeah. California's had dispensaries since 1996, so I wasn't even 18 until 2004. But and now we have like people know what strain it is, but it took a long time for that to get here. Yeah, well, that's what we're saying. Like that's what Bogey's saying. We grew up like that, so we yeah. had to. Be yeah. Like, uh, that that was had like if you didn't weren't providing that type of service that these businesses were providing, you would just go to the business. Like if people were like shit bags with what they did, like why would you deal with shit bags? And like yeah, for real. someone who was like dope at like dealing dope. <laughs> and to be honest, it's probably the best thing for places like Jersey or like I mean, because look at 
it was a real a real good, like experiment they're like okay we'll let seattle and like denver do it first and then it was like okay you know i'm talking about recreational even right. you know what i mean like not just decriminalizing the motherfucker like full-on if you're just old enough you can go to dispensaries all that shit. and then they just it started just then they're like you know what? we're gonna do it statewide and then all of a sudden they make billions of dollars bro and right it's crazy like but see, like, it's also driving the street because they're charging so much of the dispensaries. You know, people can grow it and make something by charging half of what you pay at the dispensary. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but, be, I mean, they better be one hell of a green thumb. You, you better be one hell of a green thumb, bro, and be, mm. you know, grow some real good indoor, whatever. Like, listen, man, like, I could tell if I'm looking at some tree, bro, I'll tell you if it was outdoor or indoor or if it was greenhouse. Or if it's light depth, if there's all different methods of motherfuckers growing it, if it ain't indoor and it ain't in control of virus, I'm, it's probably not in my blood. It's probably not in my papers. It's probably not in my, you know what I mean? Like, it's all, oh, man, we, we, we smoke a top yeah. shelf, bro. Yeah, I'm not, it's not like that. I'm a little bit. I'm sure when it comes to California because, like, I mean, in California, like, yeah, was there, Re was there Reggie Bush, you know, going around sure. just the regular buds, like Antonio said, regs? <laughs> which are straight trash. Yeah. Because we literally were like right by the border, you know? So like, man, I mean, I knew guys in high school that were getting it for free from their uncles who were just giving this, them shit so they could like, you know, bring more money for their family, you know, and shit. So like, there's a whole bunch of cheap, cheap weed out there, but like, once you experienced a little bit of, once you eat filet mignon, you don't really go right. back to hot dogs that often, you know, like you try to get as much filet mignon as you can. Yeah, I, I like can handle anything that, where there's no seeds. Like if there's a seed in there, like get away yeah. from it. But as long as it doesn't have seeds, I'm okay with lower quality stuff. See, even I mean, that here you go, freak stomper. He said 180 for the OZ, and uh, and Anthony said 180 sounds about right. And even in Cali, you know, but that'll be like the mid. That that's like the B the B stuff. Yeah, yeah. plus stuff. That's not the A plus. Yeah, stuff. you're still yeah, gonna true. pay like closer to three dollars or like two or like two fishy. Like, like you know, for some top shelf, because like motherfuckers yeah. will love you for that. They'll be like, yeah, you know what I mean? Because that's and what you like, have to know that person for a long time to get that price. That's for sure. Yeah. If you're getting, if you're getting the 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 two fifties, you know, like man, mm -hmm. for, some, for some A plus stuff, like that's yeah. the jug. You're, like, you are, you are, they love you. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. If you're getting that, they love you. And look at anytime, like like I do have a favorite strain. I love Durban Poison. That's like the shit to me. And like. Anytime anybody that I know got that shit, I'm trying to buy as much of it just for me. You know what I mean? I remember the last time I ran into someone that had Durban poison, he had two zips of it. I was like, let me get that. Let me get all of it. And I just, because it was like, and I paid $250 a zip. Because even the Durban poison, though it's an older strain, it's still when you grow it correctly, this is like top shelf. You know what I mean? And really, like, people will pay more than that. So like that, yeah. then it comes right. down so to they like, can sell it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Way more than that. Yeah, I'm copping that to to put it. I'm copping that to put it in the air. And you know, it's funny. It's like, I, I right? No seed, no stems. Correct. Like I told Hudson yeah. one time, it would be dope. Like if if we start, we get to a point where like, you know, what I mean, we writing off like show props because we could buy tons of weed at at legal legal spots. And then just have receipts, bro, <laughs> and write off as a show price. Also, if you're buying like a quarter pound, you're gonna get it cheaper too. I mean, of course, yeah. You know I mean, that's and just like, anything, and here's the thing and anything in life. You buy it in bulk, you get it cheaper. 
Yeah. And like, when you go to dispensaries, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to buy a quarter pound worth of weed, like you're spending a lot of money. You know what I mean? And that's the problem. Dispensaries only give you eight. They won't even give the you dispensaries, ounces. But here's my point. The dispensaries aren't for aren't for that. The dispensaries are for motherfuckers who are like, you know. Uh, when I, I go to the dispensaries, I'm getting the, my, I'm getting the purse. Uh, you know, you got, you got different individuals. Like on a Wednesdays at one of the dispensaries I fuck with. It's like 10% off all pre-rolls on a Wednesday. You'll see all the motherfuckers line up and they're like five, six, seven pre-rolls at a time because that's their thing. Like, you know what I mean? This is, it's literally the drug dealer that has a menu for you because they're coming through. They only want to spend about 50, $60. You know what I mean? And they're, you get what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah. that's what, and they destroyed it for the street. You're buying THC. You pick your form. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to say it like that, yeah. Get in a lot of different forms too. Yeah. That hey, listen, and and the promotional deals like motherfuckers will look like fuck motherfucker weed maps and shit. Well, man, yeah. weed maps is the shit, bro. Mm-hmm. I didn't drove through like Nevada in like the desert type shit, like, like and then on the way home from Vegas, like and like oh we pull off in the middle of uh, in, uh, right when we cross the border in the motherfucking Bakersfield or whatever it was because they they had a goddamn dispensary that was uh, open till like midnight. And we're like. It's eleven o'clock, and, we're, and it was like weird. Like they would never have a dispensary open late like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but shouts to weed maps. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, like the weed adventure being from Cali is fucking awesome. Like, they, you know what I mean? We've seen it all, and still not done. Like, like it's funny when, like, when cookies started hitting the nation. You know what I mean? It was crazy. People were like, "Damn, we've been smoking cookie for like damn near six, seven years." You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was that shit you would pay 400 for the zip. You know what I mean? Just to smoke on. You know what I mean? I want to say 2011. 2011 or 2012. It was one of those two. The first time that I ever smoked some, like, cookies. And, like, it was crazy because, like, you just heard the allure. Like, I'm in Southern California. That shit's coming from Northern, you know, California. No one grows cookies in Southern California yet. And when I, when I first saw it, and we had to pay 400 for the zip. It, it was... uh. It, it was priced uh, just just where they priced it. Yeah, I remember looking at it, and it was like brownish and like purple. Like it had the green, but it had like weird like brown traces yeah. like in it and shit. And it looked ugly as fuck. And I was like pissed. I was like, man, we paid four hundred for this shit. This is like early cooking stages. I was at least stinky, danky. You got so fucking high yeah. when you smoked that shit. Brown shit is awesome. There used to be, people used to love that shit and then it didn't look cool enough and people stopped growing it. But like, that like, because, you know, I to stop you right there. They can't grow it right, bro. The cookies fam that made this cookie, the, the cookies, the Girl Scout cookie strain, the cookie strain, all that shit. It was like master crossbreeders, bro. That's why, like, these people that get their hands on the seeds, they're not doing it like these fools do it out here. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, like, the, the green, your green thumb better be really good because, because at the end of the day, like, it ain't just having the good strain. You you got to grow this motherfucker right. You got to trim it right. You got to manicure it right. It's, you know what I'm saying? And Anthony right here, Uncle Bucks, and I was growing some kill cousins, and he said 18 LBs on eight lights. So I, I already know. I mean, and Anthony, I mean, I already he's know. Ta- he's he's talking that shit. He knows what's up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I was on a 12-12 uh, 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 myself. You know what I'm saying? This thing this thing was round the clock. 12 hours, 12-hour 12 lights, 
uh, I mean, 12 hour, a uh, buddy, 12 hour veggie, because we had two batches going all the time. One almost done and one like in the early stages. And we just rinse and repeat. Everything's all 12 12s, you know what I mean? And if a motherfucking power went out somehow, boom, a generator would jump on. And that shit was dope. Some of the best money I ever invested because I didn't have to do anything because I'm a terrible green thumb. But as long as they know how to do it, I'll, I'll pay, you know what I mean? And that shit was tight because there's something gratifying about like having your own brand of weed, man. That's what, that's what these motherfuckers is doing now, too. They taking strains and start, starting claiming them. Like a Khalifa Kush, that wasn't nothing but like a like a, a different strain of OG. You know what I mean? He just took yeah. it like he could have this, and he's like, "All right, this is mine." You know what I mean? <laughs> Motherfucker! I know. Joe, good looking on the super chat, bro. Said had to stop by for the biggest day of the year for the 420 crew. Hell yeah! Yeah. And Nigel, don't forget, we got the shirt now, the 420 crew shirt. Got got the new new style in. Go hit it up, 420crew.org. Everyone, go hit that up. Yeah, and uh, Anthony said, I hated growing cookies, but it was fire, just not a great yielder at first. And said, Yep, they didn't do it, uh, they didn't dry it right, or something. There's always mm-hmm. something that could happen to where any little thing could like fuck up a batch, like you had to do it perfect. And, and remember uh, this one time, this one time I picked up, it was like it was like a 10 pack, bro, and it was for going for dummy cheap. And I, I was looking, I was like, Man, this is fire, dude. Then when you start digging into it, it was like it was hella riddled with seeds. And I'm like, listen, bro, you dropped that shit like five, six bands. I'll take it. Yeah. I was like, you're stuck with it. You know what I mean? And then, like, I knew motherfuckers that I could sell to. They're just going to pick it, pick the seeds out and blast it for wax. You know what I mean? It's like, because cookie wax is the shit. You know what I mean? But sometimes that happens because. Here, or make food have, with it. Yeah. You just, you happen to, whatever stage you're at, you have a motherfucker just fucking shoots his load off into the room. And, and impregnates all these bitches seats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> bust. And Anthony said, give me money. And he said, pay me in bud, bogey. And, and, <laughs> and bogey, this may surprise you, but my weed comes from California. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Better now. I hear the, I hear the, 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 the strange you be, you be naming. You know what I mean? But I'm talking to I was referring to when you were growing up. You know what I mean? Yeah, my weed's like, and, and what I was it's talking dark. about when you were saying that, when I said you didn't know what you were talking about, when mm-hmm. you were talking about those tents. You know what I mean? When you're like, oh, you know, there's a tent for the smell. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, you're never going to hide the smell like that. You need charcoal filters. You know what I mean? Like, there's ways that people are doing it. Like, where even, like, your old your old man's can be. Like, my pops has one of those little tents. He grow be growing his little pot. Just because when you uh-huh. can. And you know what's funny, too? Is you only really needed a filter back in the days when you had to hide that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise, like, it don't even fucking matter nowadays, depending on, well, I mean, depending where you're at, but you know what I mean? Yeah, if you own your house, you know, like, no one's yeah. fucking, if you're growing your- If you're in, like, bro homes, like, they're going to See, that's different, it. though. Because yeah. motherfuckers was doing that. Rent whole houses, every room's going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every single room. You know what I mean? And then, like, you have to be careful, because, like- Every every year, two, every uh, four years, two months before the presidential election, they'll 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 take down all the weed houses that they've known about just to like get political clout right before the elections, and then like everything gets more expensive because everyone's getting it to next level down because they lose the weed houses in it. All those weed busts are just turning into big jokes. Like you see the memes like on there where it's like someone <laughs> they were like, Look at this. We we just seized like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of like drugs and merchandise. And it's like it's like a handgun and like two small bags of weed or like, yeah. you know, shit like that. Hey, you know what's hella funny too is like 
when you go way up north, like all the way down there, like Oregon type shit, and it's a motherfucking uh, the, the Emerald Triangle. You know what I mean? Shit. Like, that's not down there, Oregon. I should say it's like because I forget there's there's the mountains, the Redding, and all that shit first before Oregon. But up there, Humboldt County. There you go. That's what it's called. Out in Humboldt County, that's the real Emerald Triangle where like they seize like. They're seizing hundreds and hundreds of packs all day, and they can't stop nobody. They're yeah. just taking it away from them because now it's just that's just money for them, bro. They just it's all they're doing is slowing people up. Well, and all they're this? doing is putting it into the hands of the dirty ass cops too. Like, let's be real. <laughs> and and you, it is funny though, remembering like all the crazy shit people used to do with these grow houses, bro. Because like. Like even like hiding it from the PG and E. That's that's the motherfucking shit that um that's 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 the uh, that's the energy company that you pay out here in 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 a lot of parts of Cali, right? Right. And uh, you know, what I'm saying they they would have motherfuckers that have whole units, and they'll go to sites that are that that have uncharacteristic spikes in energy usage, or like consistently, you know, un un un. Uh, what do they call it? Uh. I think it's unethical. They have some type of fucking measurement that when oh like oh this house uses way too many energy, you gotta go out there and check that out. You know what I mean? Whole units that were just dedicated to that because these were mostly more, nine times a ten they're grow houses. You know what I mean? Hell yeah! Like and you got all the and then then they started to change the game with the lights. Oh now we got LED lights <laughs> and, and, then, and now 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 we can hide this shit even more. You know what I'm saying? Because yep. the LEDs ain't juice ain't fucking blowing circuits or you gotta steal. Power from the neighbor, like you know, motherfuckers doing scandalous shit. It's just so funny because all that shit's not, all that shit, no one has to do that no more. Now you have to do that to mine crypto. Nothing. That's what all the crypto people have to do. Have to do. <laughs> that's just see, that, see, I can't talk about crypto or anything like that. I know shit about it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, David P, good looking on the super chat, bro. I just got you the extra entry into the Buddha Baker. Signed jersey. We're about to be doing it here real shortly. Just gonna smoke another bowl or two. So get those super chats in. Go ahead and do that right oh, now. Oh, we missed 420. Yeah, we missed it by a couple minutes. Let's smoke it up. We we're too busy talking about the grow houses. We Which one is this? Is this one your one? Of the, uh, this one of the most fun times that I've ever had. Yeah, Stata Valley. What up, bro? Smoke weed every day. Let's get it. Smoke weed every day. One of the most fun times that I had, like smoking experience wise, it was when I was hanging out with Devin the Dude. And uh, Ron, you heard of Devin the Dude up in Philly? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, Bogey, I, you know who Devin the Dude is, right? Yeah. The hell yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I linked up with some of his people and uh, I'm at one of the shows before. And then this time, I was just the dude that they hit up as soon as they got off the plane. Like, roll over there. It's me and two of my homies. And uh, we just, we, I think we both have like an ounce, um, like all three of us have an ounce each, like just in case. It's because you never know. And uh, mm -hmm. there's five of us, One, uh, uh, my my two homies, and then uh, Devin, and then his cousin, who's like his, uh, his road manager, pretty much. And uh, we all rolled up a, a five pack of Swishers each. So like, this is just like the first session of the day before. I was just about to ask, this was oh, the Swisher days for sure. Yeah, this is the Swisher yeah. Sweets. So I think oh, we had, I mean, some were strawberry, some were regular. I mean, I was usually on the just the regular kind. Yeah, me too. We we didn't need the extra flavor, you know, like we already got good weed. Yeah, good weed. So that, that's our first session of the day is like 25 Swishers. 
like to the face. Like if nothing else, that's anywhere from a gram to two grams, you know, in these swishers, you know, times 25. So just ridiculous. And uh, yeah, yeah Anthony yeah. said the doobie ashtray. Hell yeah. And so then, I mean, we all go home, we all get ready and shit. And then we go back like to the club and uh, he's the headliner, you know, obviously it's at uh house of blues in San Diego or fourth and B or some shit like that. One of the music, sure. one of the music venues. And uh, so we get in, finally we go upstairs to where he's got like his suite or whatever. And there's just a, there's a table right there. And then me and my two homies, like literally we're just rolling up like blunt after blunt, like getting ready for the show. So some of these are going in our pocket, getting ready to like, you know, light them up on stage. But a lot of times we're hitting a blunt, like loading just it pass, up. Just passing it to the crowd, huh? No, I was passing it to Devin. Like that's who oh, it was. Okay. And then he would pick who it would go to after that. You know, so he was just right by us. <laughs> and he comes over here, uh, like right above us. Like, you see these? See, see my three homies right here? Do not fuck with them. Don't touch them. Don't mess with them. Like, because <laughs> like we were the Reed Rolling Assembly line, like for this show. <laughs> like it was pretty ridiculous. And so. I don't know yeah, how much right. I don't even know how much we smoked backstage. Um, I mean, I know going on stage, I had three packs of five uh blunts in my pocket, and my friends had the same. And one of my homies, he got this uh this Godzilla blunt wrap and uh wrapped up an ounce in that thing. Like it was as big as the mic, like it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So Devin goes out there on stage. And uh, his first song, whatever it was, I don't even remember, you know, a little intro song or whatever. And then, uh, and then, <laughs> like, his guy comes up next to us. He's like, all right, get ready. He's going to, like, bring you guys on. And then he's like, all right, show some love to my San Diego partners. And then I go out first and I throw the blunts up in the air and the crowd just starts going crazy. And we all yes. start lighting up. And then my friend lights up that, like, Godzilla blunt. And uh, there's this, man, the best video on YouTube got taken down. From this, and I wish I would have downloaded it a long time ago. I'm a fucking idiot for forgetting it. And um, but he gets the blunt and he starts hitting it and he starts like laughing and shit because like the blunt's literally as big as the mic. (laughs) (laughs) He knew there was gonna be a big ass blunt, but he didn't know like how big it was actually gonna be. That shit lasted 45 minutes of the concert. I'm curious, did he roll it like a cone? No, no, it was rolled like it was just like an arm. Not even like, an arm, like it, it was probably like this big, like around. If you could see me, like maybe like you know, four or five inches, you know, around. And okay. just, just think about as big as a microphone, yeah. Because a microphone, you're right, the circumference of a microphone ain't that crazy. Wait, at the mouth part, too. How you get that no. thing in your room? Well, I mean, well, I mean, the mouth part, I mean, it, it got pretty nasty, like towards the end, not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> there was so much resin, you know, that got there at the end, but it was so funny because. So he was hitting that for a while and then passed it off and uh, or passed it back to my homie. And then uh, he stopped the concert like after like four or five songs. He was like, where's that big ass blood at? Let me get that back. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> hey, you know what's hella funny though, right? It's like the um, Devin the dude, bro, like that, that motherfucker is one of the like, he's like one of the low key, uh, he's one of the low key unheralded weed heads in the world, right? Like, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, him and Yuck Mouth are, like, very underrated when it comes to, like, the weed Olympics and all that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Uncle Buck said that Scarface, people, the Lackville 79. Hell yeah. If you guys if you guys are weed smokers and you haven't heard Devin the Dude's music, 
yeah, go fucking research some of his. Uh, yeah, just anything off of his first two albums. I mean, actually, yeah. anything off of the first three albums. My dad used to tell me about going to Cheech and Chong shows where they would pass around like a giant, like humongous blunt just into the crowd. Bro, yeah, like, man, they used to give out the ounce paper, like, in their mm-hmm. fucking, like, albums. That shit was so fire. Yep. That, was the, uh, that was the record sleeve. The record sleeve that was inside the, the actual, well, I mean, not the sleeve. The, you know, they put the record in the sleeve. There's a a, a thin layer, and that's, that's a big-ass giant zag, bro. You that's fucking mean? fire. <laughs> and uh, Anthony said I would have rolled the blunt with that. Hell, yeah. Man. Crazy, crazy shit. But you know, yeah. you know what I like about you. Like, if I, I'm so, I'm so like snooty these days. Like, if I smoke a blunt, it's like it's gotta have one of them glass tips, or, or I gotta roll it with a glass tip or something. You know what I mean? Because I like being able to smoke something to the end, and it's not all nasty and shit. You know what I mean? Especially these backwoods. I love smoking a backwood because I don't smoke them a lot all, anymore. Like, you know, before I backwoods all day. You know what I'm saying? But it's also like, man, like. Rolling them's a bitch, but if I can get them pre-rolled, you know what I mean, with some fire and some hash in it, or some wax, or some keep, whatever the fuck, on top of the tree, I'm all, I'm all about those. I was at the dispensary. I mean, yeah, earlier, man, I can't everything sold out. I want the motherfuckers, man. I want so I can just yep. be lazy and just have some fatties rolled already. You know what I mean? Do you ever uh, use but, the cyclones? I've seen those. I'm, they're easy. I'm all, they're just easy. I'm more fan of like. The pack woods, you know what I mean? They have like the little paper filter at the end, so you, oh, like, that's you, you and when it yeah, comes those to are awesome. those are what most pre rolls are are, are are thrown down in, you know what I mean? And uh, oh. according, you know, when it comes to the backwoods, according to Mac Dre, if they're just tougher to roll, you just don't know how to roll them, man. Like, that's mm-hmm. really what it is. That was so funny. Mac Dre used to love telling people that. You just don't know how to roll them. I don't know. I remember the Philly Blunts with the, the amount of spit that goes in one in the COVID days. Uh, that seems like uh, that would be a rough uh, procedure where you're just like, it's obviously popular around here. There's no reason to share blunts. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, well, I didn't really. Like, but we all did though. We all did all the time. Yeah, we were all young. I remember um <laughs> the first blunt, the first blunt I ever hit, and then it was a thing that was popular at the time. Was a Garcia Vegas. Yeah. The green, the green leaves. Hella harsh. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really hate it. I'm just, I'm not into blunts anymore. That shit used to have me coughing up my lungs and yeah. shit all the time. Like, I mean, man, because when I was 19, like, there was this liquor store right down the street. It was a buy one, get one, five pack of, uh, of Swisher Sweets. And so it was like, I don't know, like $4 or something for two of them. And I would just get two of those every day. And those would get smoked every day, no matter what. And, uh, yeah. That's why I like the bong, man. So fucking clean. Yeah. It's literally the cleanest way to do it. You waste so much weed too. It's just, it's an inefficient yeah, method. Because a lot's just burning while you're fucking yeah. popping and shit, and you can't and possibly be smoking it the whole time. I mean, and that's why you got to get them motherfucking um them glass tips, though, B. You know what I mean? That shit will run the blunt really nice. Then I mean, well, actually, I guess that's not the argument. The argument right now is that like it runs like a motherfucker. It wastes the weed. I'll agree with that. Especially this is why I don't like smoking outside. 
and it's windy or something. I don't want Mother Nature smoking my weed away. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh -huh. It'd be windy than the motherfucker. I'm smoking. Takes me a bitch to just light that motherfucker in the wind. Oh, yeah, I hate that. And then, then the motherfucker's lit, and Mother Nature just runs my whole blunt away. He's just like, yeah. yeah, Uncle Buck said Garcia Vega Elegante. <laughs> hey Garcia, hey, you want to know why Garcia was the startup, the startup blunt for me when I was like a wee type? Because we had a group called Eleven Five out here, right? Uh, out in Frisco, legends, you know what I'm saying? Legendary rap group, and they had this song, uh, "Everybody Lights Vegas." You know what I mean? It, it was, it was, a, it was a um. If they covered um, they uh. I forget what song they covered. It was an old disco song, you know what I mean? But they talk about smoking Vegas. And like Bone Thugs used to talk about smoking Vegas. Remember? Give it up to the green leaf. You know what I mean? They was talking about Vegas, you know, because that's how they got down. And like when you learn how to roll a Vega, it was the easy, it stuck so easy. So it was like you could roll like it was like like I had like swishers by the time I started rolling swishers, it was hella easy. Cause Vegas was just dummy easy, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I did. I, I I was big on the switches, more than the Philly blunts, really, because of the, the, the licking thing. Yeah, but that was very popular, and I definitely put a lot of people's gross spit in my mouth when I was young, <laughs> in the in the in the blunt days, because Philly blunts are everywhere, obviously. Hey, the Philly Titans were funny, bro, because that was like a big ass blunt. Like you had to fill that motherfucker up, and that shit was gonna be like, see, this is why I don't smoke with too many people. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. You know what I mean? The motherfuckers is giving the blunt a blowjob and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. It's... <laughs> not only that, but we would not only that, but whoever hit the blunt had to like shotgun it into someone else's mouth to to like to use the most out of the weed. <laughs> you know, like we would like we like. You line up like the guys in it with like the girls, and then like the girls would just get the shotgun from the guy, <laughs> and then you give it to the next guy. See, that's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, we were gross. But I, but I remember, I rem or like motherfuckers, they would. Um, we didn't care though. Uh, do y'all remember uh, what they called? They called the submarines, where you would hit the tree, however you hit it. Maybe it was a bomb. Or a pipe, or a joint blunt, whatever it is, and then then you start chugging whatever drink you're drinking. You know what I'm saying? And then you exhale it after. You know what I mean? So or do you, you do the you flip the blunt around and blow back in it? You blow your smoke back through it? Oh no, I never did that like that. And it like it's like it's like forceful. Like the person gets it forcefully. Here's the crazy. Here's the craziest one that I tried, and it was doing way too much. Uh, the roars. I don't know if you remember those bongs. The the roar. You remember those bogey? It's those are like the those are like the four footers, right? Uh, no. Well, I mean, the oh size, no, no, it had all the chambers. It, well, the sizes varied, but it was one of the first like where there was like beaker bottoms was like their thing and glass on glass everything. Like it was it was the first yeah, one. Yeah, well, they had like the multi chambers, right? Yeah, there was a whole bunch of different accessories and shit. Yeah, but the craziest thing was the glass on glass. You know, where you could just take out the down stem and then just yeah. kind of use it like a big pipe. So I remember a couple times we put a, a put a roach in there just to like get it all the way mm. to the end. That got a little bit too crazy. I was hitting that shit way too hard. <laughs> hey, I forgot about that. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, because you got smoke till it's gone. <laughs> and yeah. what, what better way than to kill that bitch through the bong and shit? And that shit will smooth suck right into the water. Too. The yeah. water be hella brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny though? Is I did have one of the homies that would drink the bong water, and I swear to God, I'd be like, drink the bong water every time. Dude, why would you assume that was me? <laughs> Listen, <I ain't> gross <laughs> to their wife. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you because it was always the one white guy that hang with us that would <laughs> like that. Like, like you probably be the one that drink the bong water, right? He's like, hell no. He's like, but I'll make it. All right, no, but I do wait too long to clean the bong. I'll, I'll, I'll hit dirty bong water. I don't care about that. So look, I, I got, I got this. which is kind of dirty right now. But this is what keeps this clean right here. You got to get these ash catchers because I clean those out. Me maybe twice yeah. a day. And uh, but man, it's so much easier than cleaning the entire bong because it doesn't really get dirty. It's the ash catcher that gets dirty. Yeah, yeah, the double bubblers uh, they have like that. Yeah. Like All right, that. so we're smoking one more bowl and then we're doing this. Uh, we're doing this giveaway here. So last chance to get those uh, super chats in. Go ahead and do it right now. So I'll get you added to those extra entries. Oh yeah, and uh, Ron, have you ever seen the league? The show, the league. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Okay, Bogey, you really haven't seen it, right? The league? No, I'm, but I'm, I'm apparently I'm Ralphie. Is that what people tell me? Well, I mean, I'm not even saying that. But uh, uh, there's a there's a guy uh, in there. Uh, <laughs> I get told that you're like you would be Ralphie if you were in the league. I'm like, <laughs> like I don't know, I don't know whether to be offended or not. <laughs> not I mean, a compliment. <laughs> I think it's just because you guys look similar. Like, I mean, uh, that, that's really got to be it. Is the beard? Oh, and, uh, but, so there's uh, there's this dude who they fuck with, Andre. He's like the little bitch of their group. And uh, so the very first episode, they have their draft, and uh, he lives in a Chicago like loft and shit, and uh, brings them all up. Um, they all come up there. He's got girls, you know, delivering the drinks and all that. And uh, they're still kind of talking shit to him, you know, just treating him like uh, the Andre that he is, even though he's successful now. And uh, he's got a big roach. Like on his uh, on his wall, like that he like a roach to like a joint that he put that he put on his wall and like framed it. And it was like the first time that he ever got high. And uh, the guys didn't tell him that the first time that he ever got high was with a joint of pubic hair. <laughs> Damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> So, like, that's the kind of shit that they do to Andre through the entire show. And then at the end, you got Taco in the bathroom shaving his pubes to see if it works. <laughs> that guy was going to try to shave hers, but they're already gone. <laughs> <laughs> I would be Taco. That's good. It's easy to say that about everyone. Taco's are a real big Everyone that's in this group, probably. Yeah. Taco's a big entrepreneur, though. Like, he was the most successful. We would all be the guys shaving our pubes to, 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 to <laughs> yeah. a little bitch, dude. <laughs> man, Taco Corp. Like, man, he worked with Marshawn Lynch. Like, ended up, like, selling uh, uh, DallasCowboys.com to Jerry Jones for 400000 And then, what, campaigned that into millions? And where did Obama go? <laughs> Did you throw your bottle, baby? <laughs> ah, Antonio said, "Oh shit, you would be." All right, who is Bogey and Entourage people? Yeah, she's not drinking it. She's just playing with it. All right, here we go. I got. Everyone's name's in here. Hey, I'll be right back. Sounds good. 
We got everyone's names in here. All right. Ah, and Antonio said, don't forget about the EBDBBNB. Yeah, the Eskimo Brothers, uh, the Eskimo Brothers Bed and Breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Where's the button? All right. So whoever's number one, this will be making its way to you very soon. Just need your address. All right. Here we go. I said, are you ready? Oh, Quentin. Okay. This is Q-Tip. All right. Quentin's in a bunch of leagues with us. And Anthony said, I'm entered. I'm still a subscriber on Twitch. Yep. And I'm pretty sure you're uh, you're on Patreon as well. So you had double points uh, for that or entries. Damn. And uh, but yep, Quentin, Quentin Jones, Q-Tip. He is the winner of the Buda Baker signed jersey giveaway. Matt, second runner up. If Quentin doesn't get back to me or whatever, uh, by for whatever reason, it'll be going to Matt. But Quentin, uh, he's in like two or three leagues. So is, Q- is Q-Tip from a show? That sounds familiar to me. <laughs> what what would Q-Tip be from? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it's from Power somewhere. or something. I don't know. It could be. Totally could be. Man, all right. Well, we were going to get up out of here anyways. So um, that was really the last thing that we were going to be doing before we get up out of here. But uh, we got the Playmakers coming back on here. It's uh, players that we're the highest on for 420. And I'm not even really sure who I'm the highest on right now. I'm just really, really high right now Ricky Williams uh, <laughs> yeah let's draft Ricky Williams he will be uh, he'll be coming on the show back real soon we're uh, we're working on uh, scheduling him right now so that should be within uh, these next uh, week or two and, and you got uh, another dynasty one dropping right we got another dynasty league that's going to be starting no, oh, we didn't get a chance to record it uh, uh, we're we're going to be recording that real soon, but we got a Dynasty Strategies videos coming out with me, Bogey, uh, Spencer, the Guru, that should be coming out uh, by this weekend, uh, hopefully. And um, make sure you go to hustlerpod.com. Make sure you go subscribe there. We need more uh, subscribers on the podcast. And uh, other than that, we're out of here, and we'll keep it with the Hanging with the 420 crew. Peace out. Hold up. I'm so
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.